Last time, a party ventured forth, deeper, into the frozen tundra. They traveled along the log path, towards a large settlement known as Kerr Koenig, some sort of bastion in the far north. On their way, they ran into a dead body slumped on one of the logs. There, observing just before you arrived, were two locals from Kerr Koenig. Hatchet, a silent dragonborn, and Perchak, a mousy human. They were looking for animals to skin for their leathers and meat, and ran into the dead body. Upon examination, Key recognized the telltale signs of a poison used by Feather, one of the fangs of Lolth Key worked with in his previous life. Making their way to a shelter, they rested, got to know the two travelers, and Key explained to the party that they needed to watch out. The poison used to kill the large man had no known cure. The next morning, they all made the last leg of the journey to Karakonig a sprawling haven with rock houses built into a large cliff nearby, as well as many buildings near a large frozen lake as well. They made their way to the top of the cliff, following Perchak and Hatchet. Duty asked them to return the body so that it could be laid to rest properly. They arrived at the Temple of Tempest, the god of war revered by the people of Kerkonig. Led into the back by an old priest, they saw two other bodies laid out on slabs, both murdered with the M.O. of Key's old crew. The old man spoke of Umuro, a devious goblin that had somehow charmed a vast tribe of orcs under his command. Umuro seemed to have figured out every move Kerr Koenig and the surrounding settlements made, and the party extrapolated that Umuro holds the last orb they need to finish the Realm Breaker. Key left immediately to help spread the word of Veyron to the local populace, leaving the party in conversation with Perchak and the old priest. We begin our night with Key, walking fresh into the plaza where a lot of Kerkonig's businesses seem to be located. Key. Right. You walk a short distance into this uh, rectangular shaped clearing with uh, on both sides of this very large clearing uh, just a whole d two rows of businesses. Um, there are a few large swaying evergreen trees here that are heavy with snow. Uh, there are quite a decent amount of people walking about doing their business. Uh, people hanging out, just chatting underneath those evergreen trees. Uh, you identify a few different shops in the area that are all lovingly adorned with uh, small bear statues that uh, hold up signs written in common right outside their front doors rather than the usual hangy sign that you guys are are used to seeing. Um, so you um, wanted to do a sermon here. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I want to find, you know, where, where's a place I could stand up to address the crowd? So, right in the dead center of this uh, rectangular clearing, um, in between two big pine trees, the, the middle of this seems to be, you see some people eating food, uh, coming out of businesses, smack dab right in the middle. There seems to be a large, partially covered in snow emblem, metal emblem on the ground. Um, and you kind of identified that as like the perfect spot to stand. And that way your voice would just travel to all around the square, uh, potentially gathering as many people as uh, you could. 
Okay. Uh, I will get up to the middle of that emblem. Take a deep breath. Okay. I don't want to do... Okay. All right. Attention, people of Karakonig. And I'm going to say that a handful of times until like at least going to have a bunch of people just stopping and staring at me I, either annoyed or whatever it is just giving me attention sure at, at the very least just by shouting that um you you sense at least like a third of the people have like you, you notice it got deathly quiet and all you hear is like the the whistle of the wind kind of traveling through and the the slight uh noise that the evergreen trees are kind of shifting and making um and yeah like i said you at least a third of the population just stopped in their tracks and are like looking in your direction i know this fantastic northern community has been rocked with multiple deaths and frightening circumstances over the past handful of days but you need not worry for I am Kishigalith, a servant of Veyron, here to solve these issues. My god, the mighty Lord Veyron, has sent me up here to search of something, and I have found what he has sent me up here for. I will help you all discover the bottom of this. I just ask that you add him to your prayers. Just, just at the end, just remember to ask for his help as well as... Your powerful Lord Tempest here. Even the slightest help towards him will make, will allow me to get to the bottom of these murders. And they can't hide for long. No, it doesn't matter if they can blend into the woodwork or use other people's voices or fly high above the sky. They cannot hide from us. We will find them. And I know this. I am Kishigalith of Varen, and I'm going to lift my shield up. And we will stop these brutal killings within the week. I'm going to look around, just trying to gauge the reaction of the crowd. Sure, uh, roll me a perception check. Perception check. That's a five. A five. You now realize just by looking around you're you're kind of just scanning to see the crowd that you've gathered from this and uh up from what you did before you 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 believe that you probably have close to 50% of the people so you you go around and you're just busy counting so you're not like looking at individual faces you're not seeing if people are like cheering for you but it looks like you're you're just busy counting how many people and and you assume there's at least like 60 people that have kind of gotten closer to you and are just kind of listening to what you're saying. Uh, it seems that you're um, talking about the killings and trying to solve them. Got a lot of people uh, over to you. Um, you begin to see a couple of the people have a little bit of concern on their face. Um, and you begin to hear murmuring among the crowd that begins to to rise a little bit. Um, 
and that's when you notice that you you could swear that there was like a rumbling beneath your feet. Suddenly, as you stop to th look below you at the, the metal plate that you're upon, uh, you begin to hear distant, low, bassy bells bellowing um, from somewhere to the north where you came from. Uh, almost immediately, shouts can be heard. People immediately, almost as if the bells snapped them into action, people whipped out their weapons and begin to rush around you. Um, not at you, but they seem to be scattering. Can I grab someone running around and ask, what's going on? Where are we rushing to? Uh, you reach over and you, you kind of grab this woman with like this like massive like like leather and fur coat and she goes, oh. the bells! We need to get ready! And she just like grab grabs your wrist and she points to your weapon and then she begins to run off. And and now that uh, um Okay. Um so she um rushes over to one of the buildings um nearby and it looks to be some sort of like uh item shop. Um and as you're you slowly it's like you're trying to gather your senses, um, you realize that most of the square is almost now empty as you kind of turn around and do a survey. Um, you now vividly feel like a rhythmic pulsing in your in in your in your feet that kind of like reverberates up your armor. Um, and from what you believe is your west, you hear a loud crashing. Um, within a five second period of you peering off to the west of this square to kind of see what's going on, you hear another one to the opposite direction to the east. Uh, more panic shouting, and you actually, you're not sure what direction, but a scream is just heard loudly. Uh, more crashing uh, seems to be getting closer to you, and what sounds like rocks are crumbling and falling, although you're not seeing anything in the air, um, but the vibrations are getting louder and louder. Uh, you can now hear this, like, th rhythmic thumping in conjunction with the vibrations. You're hearing it like somewhere out there um, to the west you, you and this woman are, are at the front of the shop but as the uh, crashing is occurring you, it freezes you guys in your spot a large hut that's kind of at the edge of this plaza about 30 feet down from you suddenly explodes outwards towards the square um, flinging its rocky walls and thatched roof everywhere scattering rocks everywhere Emerging from the rubble and your first sight of it is a massive 20-foot-tall tusked mammoth bellowing a trumpet call, and you notice immediately figures between, uh, begin to rappel down from the mammoth. Uh, you notice at least a dozen blue-skinned orcs are rappelling down from the back of this plated, armored mammoth. Uh, in shock... The orcs, you watch as they scatter in different directions. And at the edges of the square, it looks like the the barbarians and the, and the people that live in this town are, are already uh, fighting them. And and the orcs are kind of supplementing from different angles, uh, different different peoples and, and like the buildings that aren't being destroyed by the mammoth that's currently near you. Um, people are rushing down the alleys and orcs are like cutting them off. And the fighting begins with that. Um, 
the giant mammoth in front of you uh, to your northwest now begins to stomp off and it makes just a beeline right in front of you. You and the woman quickly back up and go towards the center of the square again as the entire row of buildings just crumble to dust as this mammoth begins to like sway its tusks left and right uh, with the intent of destroying as many buildings as possible. Uh, you're hearing more screams and shouting uh, from both the attackers and defenders at this point. The orcs uh, that you can see fighting or giving off these like massive war cries that are uh, being equally matched by the barbarians fighting them as well. Um, the woman um, rushes off towards the closest two orcs that are fighting three barbarians and you hear a, lo a loud <clears throat> come from behind you. Turn around. My sermon wasn't that bad. They can't hide for long. We'll stop these brutal killings. Two figures are standing there, one of them mocking you. And because of the 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 action that's been happening, they are within 12 feet of you. One of them, a large hulking automaton and a muscular merfolk. Uh He's wearing a familiar armor, but there seems to be a faint shimmer over this merfolk's body. He is not wearing much else. Uh, he is wielding, however, a large trident that he has like leaned up against his shoulder. Um, the merfolk you know as Slen stands confidently in front of you, grinning with a row of jagged, sharp teeth. You recall his skill as a fighter has always been the stuff of legends. And next to him, maybe five feet away, is Jed. Um, you hear this familiar hiss come from a back panel that you know helps to vent some of the steam built up in his body. Um, his cylinder-shaped arms extend out a little bit wider, and you get the you get the impression that he's like gearing up for something. You recall that the forearms are made of pure mithril, and the ends meeting them in the front. Uh, meet into two fish-shaped hands with sharp spikes that uh, are uh, are molded to look like brass knuckles. Well, what do we have here, Jed? Slen says to you, with a bit of a fainter voice than you remember, um, you're getting the impression that the, the shimmer on his body is somehow doing something to his ability to speak normally. And then you hear a hiss. And it's almost like a speaker turns on with like a squeal. And then you hear, it appears to be our old friend, Key. The robotic brassy utterance from the jacked up automaton's face lights up whenever he speaks. And you actually notice uh, Slen kind of relaxes a bit. Hey, uh, you need to get the hell out of here. We're on a mission, and since you ain't with the group no more, you know what we do with witnesses. And yet again, he, like, grins this, like, like shark-like sneer, uh, sneer on his face. I want to match that grin tooth for tooth and kind of unsheathe uh, Swisher as I, you know, give him the classic hands-out, you know, shrug. And I'm like, well, it really depends on who the mission you're serving for is. You know, I mean, 
Hell, I might have to beat you up and leave you in an alleyway in a couple minutes. <laughs> you hear that shit? Ah, uh, no, we, we had some good fucking times, but, uh, no, uh, get the fuck out of here, Key, okay? You, uh, you went off, you did the fuck whatever, you're not part of the group no more, it's, walk away, enjoy your retirement, huh, buddy? I didn't walk off, I spent 56 years sitting in a grave dead. Are you still serving, Wolf? Or have you guys finally seen the light? And I'm going to tilt uh, my shield with Varen's mask towards him. And Slen leans over. You hear that? Gentle light! The light, what, what, what the fuck are you talking about? The light. It's, it's this glowing kind of little fungus thing. It was, it was with me for about 56 years. Oh boy, you've, uh... When you were in that grave, did it kind of... Knock your head loose? Nah, but I'll knock your head loose if you don't answer my fucking question. Who do you serve? I'm fucking... I, I, I don't even know. I, Jed, what, what the fuck do we do here? And Jed's head, like, kind of like, chick, chick, chick over him. We may have to kill him, Slen. And it, like, clicks a couple times to aim towards you again. The brass knuckles rise up and then smash against each other. A loud echo bangs throughout the entire courtyard. Not muscle between you two, and not enough muscles in your jaw to answer the question. I guess it is what it is, though, isn't it? I'm just gonna spin the swisher in my hand a couple times. Uh, Slen and both Jed, uh, walk towards you and... Without any sort of hostility, uh, they they get within striking distance, um, and they walk on both sides of you and appear to be going and walking in the direction of uh, your friends or where you came from, which you assume would be where your friends are. Where's the rest of them? No answer. I'm going to twirl Feather's Barb. Pick it out, and I'm going to twirl around at, uh, at Slen. Uh, they... You're, are you activating it, or are you... Yep. Oh, okay. So suddenly, with the, the magic imbued in Feather's Barb, his, like, shoulders go up. And you just hear this long, drawn-out sigh. Hey, Lunkhead. Looks like we got a little detour first. And they turn around, face you. The trident now in like a, holding like a spear position. And key, I will have you roll some initiative. Hey key, this is why we don't split the party. <laughs> the voice of Thrym echoes in your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Didn't we address this last week when we were like, "Didn't Key say not to split the party and then immediately split the party?" Yes, he did. Yep, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. All right, Key. What did you roll for initiative? Four. The standard key initiative. The, the standard key initiative. That's that's super simple. 
Alright, um, so first in the round, I do believe, my icons are really fucking tiny on my screen, uh, Jed, um, so knowing what Jed can do to you, you almost like all of the muscles in your body tense as immediately first to rush into you is, is the hulking automaton, um, just clomps over to you, um, and he is going to uh, punch you twice with his uh, massive big ol' mitts. Uh, both of them are uh, 23 to hit. Those will both hit. Okay. I'll do the damage on that first. Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage towards you. And uh, Jed is going to spend a key point uh, to do Stunning Strike on you. So I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. There's nothing I can add to that, is there? It, it's a saving throw, so doesn't your order of protection... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Plus five. I'm guessing 12 ain't gonna do it. Uh, 12, unfortunately, does not. So... You you get it's like the one-two punch and the, the first one hits you on the left and it's almost like the like the servos in his arm extend it and it's like a punch almost comes down diagonally and just it nails you off target so you do your head just begins to spin. Uh so you are stunned until the end of your next turn. Um laughing as the automaton uh lights into you, uh, casually strolling uh, to your opposite side. Uh, the fighter with the penchant for uh, not getting into combat very much, but taking advantage of situations when he sees it, uh, just very easily goes to the opposite side of Jed. And he will hit you is going to try to hit you twice with the trident. Uh, one is a natural one, and the other one is a 19. Neither of those hit. Alright, so so somehow, like, the fighting around uh, Slen seems to be distracting him, and over his head, he, he looks up to see one of those mammoths uh, just kind of go off in a direction, and as he's doing it, he's almost, like, distracted by that, and somehow misses both of his hits. Um, so that is the first turn that goes back over to you, and then Jed will punch you twice, or attempt to punch you twice, uh, 13's not gonna hit, and a dirty 20? Nope. Nope, okay. So, somehow, the poor innocent key, oh wait, no, I'm sorry, uh, those attacks are with advantage. And I just rolled Slend, because he had advantage on you, and rolled even worse on both of those. Uh, so yes, not surprisingly, none of those hit you. Um, going back over to Slen. Uh, one of the hits is a natural 20, and the other one's a 17. 17 won't hit? It will definitely not hit. Yeah, and uh, a natural 20 is just going to land through my armor class, which is 22. 
Uh, that is 11 points of piercing damage on the one that hit, and uh, Slen is going to spend a superiority die to attempt to disarm you from your weapon. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Or actually, do you fail automatically if you're stunned? I'm not stunned anymore. Ah, uh, you're stunned until the end of your next turn. That was well, the yeah. End we of already already turn. skipped You've my already turn. Done a cycle. Remember, because I got, got it. Slend missed. I uh, my turn was skipped because I was stunned. Your yeah, your first turn was skipped. Uh, I, I have on here just the the wording on it, or be stunned until the end of your next turn. Yes. Oh, which would be oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking for some weird reason something else. I was thinking the end of the other turn. I'm like, yeah, it didn't sit well with me, but thank you. All right, so, so yeah, okay, so you could, yeah, so strength uh, saving throw, please. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, so you, he goes and with the trident, he he tries to like take take a couple of like the. What, what the heck is the, the point on them? The tongs? Tines. The, the, the tines, thank you. He tries to get them, like a couple of them in between the weapon, and you know this trick, where he tries to bring that in and like twist and try to pull it out of your grasp, but he tries to do that, but you have like an iron grip on the swisher, so he's not able to do that to you. Um, he's going to stay right where he is, and Key, you are good to go. Alright. Well, I'm sure they hadn't seen it in a while, but snack, crackle, pop, the bones in my back crack, and out comes the necrotic shroud. I get to do the spider legs free from Nyx, so he doesn't have a mental breakdown. Hey! <laughs> he doesn't have nightmares that night. So, they have to make a DC 8 plus... 17 charisma saving throw. 17. Uh, you have uh, Slen uh, got a 19, and Jed got a natural 1. Uh, Jed is frightened of me until the end of the next turn. Okay. And that's the end of his next turn, right? Uh, to the end of your next turn. So, yeah, I guess basically his next turn, he's... Uh, Frightened of me. Okay. I, I literally have to look this up every single time for that. Early. Frightened. Disadvantage ability checks and attack rolls of the source of a tier of the line of sight. Creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So it doesn't have to run, but it can't move closer. Okay. I can live with that. Alright, uh, you're staying right where you are? Yeah. Cool. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <gasps> I'm actually looking through and trying to figure out what my, uh... What I can do. I am going to... Chug the basic healing potion as a bonus action. So I have to roll for it, right? Yes, sir. Which is 2d4 plus 2, or whatever The basic one? Yeah, 2d4 plus 2. Alright. I'll live with that. And that's uh, my turn. What'd you hear for? Here for? Uh, healed for 7 points of health. Not bad. 
Okay. Alright, um... Being afraid of you, although... Uh, you're actually hearing, like, a little bit of, like, static come from, like, the head of, of Jed. Something you have not heard utter, uh, from his, his mouth before. Um, you do see him, uh, wind back for an attack, although you get the impression, based off of his movements, that your, your necrotic shroud is really kind of messed with him. Um, so, they are pincering you, so that's normally advantage, um, and your thing imposes disadvantage, so it just makes it a wash. Yep. So he's going to attack. One of them is a natural two, and the other one is a 24. 24 hits. Okay, um, that is 10 points of bludgeoning damage, um, and as his bonus action, he's going to spend one key point for flurry of blows, attacking you twice more. Right. Um, that is a dirty 19. I don't know why I'm trying to try to call it a dirty 19. So that's 26 and uh, 19. 19 misses, 26 hits. Okay. Uh, and that is another 8 points of bludgeoning damage on top of that. Um, and then his turn will be over. So the fear goes away, correct? Uh, yep. Okay. Um, and with a vengeance, uh, Jed tries to, uh, poke you from the back with the, uh, with the trident while you're focusing on making them a little afraid. One of them's a natural one, and the other one is a 24. The 24 hits. Okay. Um, and that is eight points of piercing damage. All right. Dude, even with even with advantage, these guys are are not rolling hot. <laughs> um, and as his uh, yep, yeah, um, Jed is going to. I'm sorry, Slen is going to use his action surge and attack twice more. Um, one of them's a natural twenty, and the other one is a dirty twenty. So, dirty twenty misses. Yeah. That is uh, 12 points of piercing damage as the trident just gets, like, underneath one of your, like, grooves of armor. Um, and that'll do it for them. Key, you're up. All right. My favorite song. Well, um, are there any standing walls near me? Uh, there are not. This the, uh... The rubble on both sides of you, as the mammoths have made this square their bitch. Are the trees still standing? The trees are still standing, however. That's good to hear. <laughs> um, so reading through my spells, I learned Misty Step is a bonus action. Ooh, baby. So, uh, so I will use the bonus action Misty Step to Misty Step on top of a tree. Okay. Uh, so are you aiming, you're aiming for the larger one on your right there? Yeah. Okay, so that one, uh, I'm, so I'm assuming you're gonna, like, hold one arm to, like, hang off of it? Um, well, I, the spider legs are still up, so oh, I Oh, the spider legs, oh, okay, yep. so they're grabbing onto it, very cool. Okay, yeah, so you, uh, you misty step over, um, and that, I'm 99% sure what, yeah, no attack of opportunity, right, for that spell? Good question. 
I don't think there is. Not for teleportation. Misty step counts as a teleportation. No, it doesn't. There is none. Yep. Perfect. Okay, cool. So okay. you you are, and what's the distance on Misty Step? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Trees fifteen, 15 feet over. 15, 15, yep. Over. So yeah. Yep. Pythagorean theorem, boys. Yep. Stay in school, kids. And then, I am going to dump out all of my lay of hands on me. Okay. To avoid death. And that is an action and a bonus action. So that's my turn. Or do I still have movement? Uh, yes. Missy, yeah, Missy's step is... Well, that I would just like to run to the top of the tree. I don't know how high that is. I don't know if 15 feet um, high It's, it's probably only like another five feet higher. It's like a 20 foot tall tree. I'm going to take the extra five feet then. Okay. All right. That is my turn. All right, Key, so your turn is over. Jed... So he, seeing you up there, he walks ten feet towards the tree, looks up at you, and suddenly you see his right arm, like, just up at you, and you see him take the other hand and place it on. And you've never seen Jed do this before, but he ends up, uh, you hear, like, this, like, hiss as uh, steam begins to pour out of, like, a vent on the right arm. And suddenly, uh, Jed is launching uh, the front of the brass knuckles, like, towards you. That is no longer at disadvantage, but that is a natural 19, which brings it to a 24. It's okay. That is uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and he can't do with that. He he seems to just be uh, scanning you over. Uh, you expected more out of him this turn. Um, moving over to, to Slen. Uh, he takes uh, five feet over and he reaches in his backpack. Or, I'm sorry, on his back and you do see uh, at least like two or three javelins on his back. He brings one out and then just like an Olympic, he like a he aims with one hand and then like hucks that at you. Uh, that is only a 16, so that misses. Um, and you just hear this cackling. He's like, ah, he's stuck up in the tree. <laughs> and that'll be his turn. He, you're up. So looking at this map, um... I'm assuming I came in from the left, from the square? Uh, you came in from the right. Okay, so I'm already close to there. Uh, yes, what you notice past our, our battlefield here is maybe about another 10 or so feet of the square, followed by what looks like two exits. One kind of to the north, which is the stairwell that you know leads up to your allies, and then one to the south that goes towards the docks. Right. So, fall damage in D and D is a D six for every ten feet, is it, or something? Uh, one D six per ten feet that you've fallen. I am going to go down to the bottom of the tree by walking, so that's twenty feet. Scuttling. Ha ha ha. Now I'm just picturing Mr. Krabs going down a tree. <laughs> Way to take me out of the fight. Um, 
uh, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave at third level. Okay. So, third level spells. So, you have to make a constitution saving throw of, deep, of 17. Okay. Slen got a 13. Uh, Jed got a 19. Alright, so Slen... Um, will be pushed back 10 feet from you, so I'll yep. just say it's that direction. Uh, Jed will not. Uh, Jed mm. takes 9 thunder damage, and Slen takes 18 Gene? thunder damage. Cool. So, with that, I will continue moving back 10 feet away for all my movement, and then I will cast Misty Step again for another 30. Away. What's Misty Step take for? Uh, it's, it's the bonus action. Misty Step's a bonus action? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. Damn. It's yeah. a bonus action, but it doesn't allow you to carry an ally. Oh, that's the stipulation on that. That's Damn, the, that's, that's, that's some nice movement. It doesn't do damage. You can't carry an ally, but it's a bonus action. Okay, so I'm glad I got my notebook here. All right, so you move another 10 feet ten off feet the battlefield. For the rest, for the rest right. of my movement, and then another 30 for Misty Step. So I am well off of this map right now. So 10, 20, 30. Damn. All right, uh, so, so you're, yeah, you're roughly at the spot where you'd have to choose... I'd say you can either go um, up a little bit or down a little bit, depending on what what two directions you wanted to go in. I'm gonna try to make my way back to next. To your and... voice. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. So I'd say, for the sake, how far are they away from you? I'm not gonna go crazy with like a big. Fifty miles. As soon as you split the party, I told everybody else to just leave. <laughs> Max is already is back in Neverwinter. Yeah, he's back in. He's back eating the fucking possum again. Yeah. Veyron's Church and Mirabar. All right, so I will keep tabs of that, um, which allows me. Hiya, boys. How you doing? Injured. We know that. Uh, Nyx, Thrym, and Cax. Um, you had begun, uh, with gathering that information. Uh, you guys, on your way out, you guys were kind of ushered out as the, uh, old priest wanted to begin the rituals. He also said he would be, uh, trying to find you, uh, at the Salted Trout later on to, uh, give you any information and, and as he says his goodbyes and closes the door uh that leaves you guys right at the front steps of the temple of tempest um from this elevation you can almost see the whole city down below you and it sprawls out a little bit before it reaches the docks um however these steps in front of you and off to the side there's like a little like almost think like typical garden of like a temple where there's a couple little statues and like you know like what would be shrubbery if it wasn't uh winter like nine months out of the year 
up here um like a little like kind of like a square area um and and from this location you guys walk and there seems to be a very like steep stairwell that goes down almost all the way down to where the path would be to go to the docks um you guys get to the middle of it and at that point you guys of course had been talking about what you wanted to do in town and all of you just you know looking around and whenever you get to a new city you, you want to like see the sights so you kind of uh look out and you're scanning the horizon on this kind of dark overcast day um and a couple in in multiple directions a couple of you each see something different where if you guys are looking to the west, east, and south of town, over near the water, um, to the west and east, you immediately, you kind of have to do a double take. You look out and past the city, just barely out of the city limits. There's, there's no, like, walls or anything on this city. Uh, you notice about at least ten massive shapes are about to stomp into, like, the city limits. Um... And immediately, um, you, you start seeing a little bit of detail from them as the large beasts begin to swing their heads left and right and, to, and uh, aim their heads down. And you see immediately these ten large beasts begin to start destroying buildings. Um, I'll have you guys roll uh, perception checks. It's, it's overcast, so uh, sunlight sensitivity isn't a thing currently. Nick's got a seven. 18. Okay. X got a 5 that was preceded by a 2, so 25. Okay. Um, and your your passive... Nick, what's your passive again? Uh, 20. 20, okay, yeah. So, so you guys, for the most part, are, are seeing a lot of this detail where you're seeing that there seem to be small shapes on top of these beasts. You realize that there's some sort of, like, crude plate hanging off of these beasts as well. Uh, you you realize almost immediately after speaking with that old man that this must be uh, some assault from Umaro. Um, just as those tusk creatures begin to break into the first buildings, nearby to you guys, there's a large guard tower that begins this loud thrum of a bell, and it begins to issue a call to arms, and almost immediately you start hearing, like, rallying cries echo from down below you. Um... Around you, there don't seem to be any people at all. The The Temple of Tempest is kind of uh, isolated on a flat area of the cliff. Um, you notice there are some buildings off to the side. Uh, so there isn't anything crazy going on. Out, out beyond the temple, you're seeing a couple people leave some buildings immediately having, like, donning, like, basic helmets. And as they're running, they're trying to, like, put on, like, some sort of, like, protective chainmail over their... Uh, fur linings and things just to get into the fight. Um, Nyx and Cax, you you two are the first to notice uh, to your west. Three large mammoths down below you are like charging straight through, kind of coming towards the cliff. Um, they're of course in, they're just leaving this like swath of destruction behind them. Um, from this vantage point, you can see barbarians below uh, are beginning to fight um, some sort of humanoids. Um, and and just by kind of squinting your eyes, you immediately tell that these are like, like
pack vicious orcs that are uh, leading the charge in this fight. Um, you are, however, able to tell that the barbarians seem to have an advantage for the most part, as the, a lot of them seem to be like jumping off of buildings to like ambush groups of them as they go by using the environment, as well as these barbarians are like very like tough and thick, and a lot of these orcs kind of look a little emaciated, like they haven't eaten a good meal in a while. So this they have they definitely have like the strength advantage as well. Um, you all three realize, though, the mammoths are the big problem, wrecking building after building. Uh, these large structures are also surely trapping people inside, as if the stomping isn't killing them, it's the, the massive stone walls that provide insulation, crumbling down and crushing anybody inside as well. Uh, you all notice immediately, as they're getting closer to you, one of the mammoths uh, bellows out, like this almost like painful moan. And you see immediately the one, there's uh, there's three of them in, in like a line in front of you. And the one on the right, uh, you see it actually fall upon, the front legs fall to their knees. And immediately you see multiple large vines erupt on both sides of the elephant and wrap around. And then you begin to see it fall sideways. And then you hear like this big boom as a big plume of dust and snow uh, cover up the immediate area. And this cloud kind of obscures uh, this large pachyderm that's um, as far as you can tell, like, isn't isn't quite with the pack that continues to charge forward. Uh, another one, a short time later, issues a similar trumpet call. Uh, this time, you swear that something was on top of its head. Squinting closely, you can see a black blur causing red lines to begin to pour out of the top of this elef uh, mammoth's skull. Uh, the figure jumps off, and suddenly uh, the mammoth sways and then collapses, uh, tusk first, into a large warehouse-sized building, and you're seeing, like, the, the walls begin to crumble upon its head. Um, that one stops moving as well. Uh, the last mammoth, which seems to have an accompaniment of orcs on the top of it, uh, begins to charge forward faster, and it's rapidly getting closer to your position down below. Um... There is a little bit. There is a little bit of fighting on the path on that stairwell. I said that leads all the way down. There seem to be uh, groups here and there, orcs fighting barbarians on it. Um, but it seems like wherever there's fighting, the barbarians are kind of holding them in place almost. They're not letting orcs escape. You're seeing a few of them kind of turn away to run, and they're almost immediately like axed in the back or their heads are cut off. Um, barbarians are doing a great job with this. Um, and then you look back over to that uh, mammoth that's charging, and you see um, another black figure that just seems to go straight up and arcs over, and it seems to almost land on the side of the mammoth's face. Um, you see the black figure move over, um, and from the very small eye that the mammoth has, it just seems to burst out and large gushes of red begin to pour from that eye socket. Uh, the moan echoes throughout the whole city of the pain from the mammoth. It moves its head to the side, um, away from what, what it would perceive to be the pain of it, um, but it begins to shift its weights too much, and with the large, thick tusks, it seems to get caught on something, and that mammoth finally falls down upon its side. There seemed to have been a platform on the top of this mammoth, and the platform, like, falls over to the side, and you see a ton of orcs 
like go screaming and falling off of this platform. Another plume of like dust and snow kind of pops up, obscuring what happened to them below. Um, you're looking towards the south now. Now that the immediate threat of that is kind of beyond, and you look immediately start thinking of Key. Uh, you see multiple mammoths and swarms of orcs in the streets down below. Similarly to the three mammoths you saw to the west, a few have been knocked down at this point, and you witness multiple ropes being flung up into the air, and you're, you're pres presumably they're using grappling hooks, because all of a sudden, a bunch of ropes pop up on one side, and then you just see the ropes go tight, and then the mammoths are getting, like, knocked down on their sides. Um, so, uh, another one down, as you witness it from the barbarians. The sounds of fighting are getting louder and louder as the full contingent of orcs and the citizens are fully into, like, this, like, battle stride. Um, suddenly, over near your side where the rock uh, steps go, you hear this loud bang. And rushing up onto the same platform as all of you, where the, the, the statues and the little square are, are a, uh, a large amount of, like, blue-skinned orcs. Um, very feral. These ones actually looked pretty jacked up compared to the skinny figures down below. Um, and you realize, uh, behind them is a battered-looking goblin. And, and you hear this very squeaky voice. Ha! This, this is impossible! This piece of junk didn't show me they would fight this hard! And he looks over and sees you guys there. And he, he points a staff at you guys. Fucking kill them! And you, people, after a very long monologue by me, uh, set yourselves up somewhere in the middle. I just kind of threw you guys in there. I'm good. Okay. Yep. Send it. Send it. Full fucking send. So, without any talking at all, um... The uh, orcs almost immediately sense what uh, that small goblin is sensing, and they and they look uh, very hostile towards you. Let's see if this works. Extra points if you can tell where I stole those portraits from. Uh, that is one hundred percent going to be World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the orc and goblin style is too unique to it World is. of Warcraft. <laughs> I love it. I love it, but it's too unique. <laughs> I thought it was Freddie Mercury's House of Horrors. That too. You know, that'd be a good fucking <laughs> thing too. And it's referred to the House of Pleasure. Oh. Oh. Mm. Um. I'll leave it up to a vote for you guys. It's 1147. Do we want to take our break before we start this combat or? I'm good. I'm doing good. I don't have. To. Yeah. Let, let, fucking All right. Fuck. Yeah. If 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 Ethan needs to go, he's out of he's out of the commission for a while, so he's he's clear to do whatever. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> intensive points are about to pop up. I think. All right. I will but say. Not in the combat. Um. So if you are booking it, where the fuck is my thing? Um. If you are booking it, key. So your current movement is. When does your form pop off? Uh, after one minute, and I popped it, went to the top, 
one to the bottom. So I have another like forty six, something. Four, I have, I have forty-two seconds. seconds of spider legs left. Okay, and, and I then... would theoretically just uh, using those forty-two seconds take a direct route. Sure. And then what would if you did your full round action with dash? What would uh, your movement speed be? Still just sixty feet. Sixty feet. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but he's got spider climb. Could he like use walls to get up the stairwells faster? Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say. Like, I would just take the most direct route to where I'm trying to go. Rubble be damned, because I can just just straight. Yeah. Over. So yeah. Uh, so to describe where you headed down, it's like a cut path. It's almost like you know how the highways are. You know they they had like yep. drilled and blasted the holes through. It's almost like that all the way down where there are walls on each side. Um, so yeah, you could actually avoid all the fighting is if you preemptively like fucking like parkour like up and around them. Um, so I would say for that, it would probably take you, you would estimate about five rounds to get up to where they are. Okay. Um, and you, um, where we left you off, uh, your uh, other partners began to chase as well. All right, if you guys want to throw your initiatives in. I'll shut up now. Yeah. I miss you. I have advantage for getting the tokens right. No, get the fuck out of here. This ain't what no about, charity game. What about a D4? <laughs> I got a natural one on my initiative. I'll give you a D4 minus four. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> I'll hard pass. <laughs> I'll take a D4 minus the result, but I'm not taking a D4 minus four. Oh my god, have we... Our, our fucking... Everyone's initiative rolls are garbage today. Excuse me. What are you talking about? That's basically a, a, a natural 20 for Nyx right there. It, yeah. yeah, it kind of is. You're right. For for you, yeah. he only I, wishes I, he could get a fucking 15. I rolled a natural one and I still end up not last. What the fuck <laughs> comes after four? <laughs> there's numbers after four what the fuck alright uh, let me throw back on the fight music and let's get this shit show sharded shit show sharded guys <laughs> I, sh I sharded the shit show I honestly thought you did that on purpose <laughs> same <laughs> I did not I was busy reading uh, the that lovely uh, meme on the other page there. Alright, back to the fight music. Alright, ah la 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 la. Sorry, I just want to clean up all the random shit that I got, because I'm sure I'm going to add more to it. And, uh, reacting immediately to the threat uh, up in front of you uh, would be our boy Nyx. Okay. Here's a little bit of a callback. So Nyx is actually going to step forward just a little bit, and he's going to pull out the Wand of Hold Person and cast it on the fucking goblin. And he needs to make a, a wisdom. He needs what? to make a wisdom saving throw. What uh? What level spell is that? Two. Two. Umro looks almost immediately towards you, Nyx. Um, he had to have done a double take, uh, seeing a drow, uh, probably never seen one in his life before. Um, he sees you, uh, pull out a wand and he, yeah, I, I, dare do you. It. I dare you. 
Watch what happens. <laughs> yep. He he sees you try to throw a spell at him. Uh, he immediately uh, a burst of magic comes straight from his staff towards you, uh, and he casts counter spell. Okay. Two sorcery points. Bonus action. Flame strike. It's going to catch him, and thanks to its twenty foot radius, I believe it's twenty foot. Let me double check that. Twenty foot all around him. Well, let's see. Uh, nope, ten foot radius. So within anybody within 10 feet around him, I'm going to center it on him. We'll need to make a... So those three boys. All three orcs and the fucking goblin need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, I'm going to do gobby first just to get that out of the way. What is that again? I'm sorry, dex? Dex save. Dex save. DC 16. DC 16. Uh, Umro got a 16 in addition to his dexterity modifier. Uh, which is 18 total. Okay. So he succeeds. I'll do top to bottom those three orky boys. Uh, we got uh, one fail and two succeeds. The one on the top was the one that failed. All right, so the one on the top is going to be taking 13 points of fire damage and 15 points of radiant damage. Ooh, mama. And then anybody who succeeds will be taking half, which would be... Six points of fire damage and seven points of radiant damage. Fucking nice, dude. Yeah. Let's fuck you and your counter spell. Hey, first time I've ever used it in the campaign. Okay. Sure. And uh, Nyx is going to hold standing next to Thrum right now. Sure. Um, so you guys all see this like... Uh, actually, go ahead and describe that. That's a That's a badass spell. Uh, so after pulling out the wand and watching it effectively burn out in his hands from the counter spell, Nix's eyes are just going to go completely black, <laughs> completely black. And he is going to take, he's going to sheath Shadowfell for a second, rub his hands together until they start, if they can glow black, they are. Like a strange black mist will start emanating from them, and he'll shove his hands into the ground. That black mist will trail over to these guys, centering on Umaro, spreading around to the orcs around him, and then burst upward in black and purple flames. Holy shit. Fucking love it. That was way better than any description I could have put for that. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, you see. Um, straight out the back of that, the the top orc ain't looking too hot at all. The other ones seem to be kind of like sizzling a little bit. Um, clearly have taken some damage, but they're still uh, rocking and rolling with that. Uh, Umaro is next. You you hear him in his in his squeaky voice that might break my mic. Ha! Yeah, you wanna flame <laughs> some fire? <laughs> And he takes his hands, shoves them down upon the ground, um, and all three of you notice these webs of flame that seem to be growing outwards toward, from his hands, growing underneath all three of you. Um, immediately, as the flames get underneath everyone's feet, this gout of flame opens up and this starts burning all of you from underneath as Umaro casts 
Widow Gasp's Web of Fire. You fucker. You had to. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> you had to. Uh, I'll have all three of you guys make a dexterity saving throw. <clears throat> and anyone under a 17, uh, just, just, just leave Discord now. Just, just go home. Hooray! Good thing I took that second level. <clears throat> Good thing I took that. <laughs> oh, deck save, huh? Good thing deck I took spray. that second level in Barbarian. Because I get advantage on that deck save with my danger sense. Hey, that's right. You saw it coming. So should I just log out now or mute? Yeah, we should. Yeah, we, actually, yeah, mute just to see the, uh, just to see the coming apocalypse. Okay, I don't, sure. I don't want I'm... anyone to miss it. Nick's rolled a five. <laughs> yeah, natural two. And I don't... Yeah. Jack's yeah, uh, got a clutch dirty. A, a clutch dirty. That is a clutch dirty. Um, I got one underneath that with a 19. Jeez. All right, so My first roll dead. was a natural yeah. two. Hey. Thank God for that danger sense. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that's clutch. Hey. I got a natural two. Hey, twinsies! Twinsies! <laughs> All That's right, like the oh. worst thing to be twinsies about, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> the only thing worse is nat ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the uh, total damage uh, was uh, twenty points of fire damage if you failed it. So ten points to my two boys that succeeded. That hurt a little bit. A, li- a little bit. Yeah, I was looking up spells, and I saw that one. I'm like, we gotta throw that in the game. Uh, you have to. You yeah. have to. I feel like that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Um, Umro is going to stay where he is. He's kind of huddling behind the uh, crispy boy in front of him, kind of using him as a little bit of a meat shield. Um, and that will bring it over to the orcs. Um, I did label them with numbers on my side so I could remember who did what. Um, and I'm going to count this guy as being, uh, to the left of the statue a little bit. The one who is, who ain't hurt, who's kind of hurting a little bit. And then, uh, this one kind of chills out on the side of the uh, uh, statue here. Alright, so I'll just do it uh, top to bottom like I normally do. So that top one over there uh, is going to be using a I haven't heard of that weapon. Yeah, that's a fucking it's a ra- <laughs> rare weapon. It's a screaming um, javelin. It says its name when you throw it. Yeah! <laughs> It, it is a javelin, however, uh, thrown at you, Nyx, it was a natural one, so it went really wide. Uh, and you realize as he chucks it, like, the flames had, like, really, like, fucked up his ability to aim, and it just goes wide. Uh, the one in front of Umaro is going to follow suit. Um, that is uh, a 16, Nyx? Shield. Shield, Okay. So, as usual, you, you pop up the javelin right as it was about to go dead center in your chest, but you popped it up and the, the sparks fly off as the javelin almost, like, gets, like, a reflective quality and, like, bounces off, 
like in like a perpendicular angle away from you. Um, Thrym, you are going to take some hatchet attacks. Um, one's a 16 and one's a 19. 19 I'll hit. Okay. And that is uh, 12 points of piercing total from your attacks. Cax, uh, you're going to receive a hatchet attack and a javelin attack. I'll do the hatchet first. Natural 5, so that's definitely going to miss you. Uh, the javelin, however, is a 26. I'm going to cast Pain, and it'll inflict full damage. Uh, <laughs> in, indeed, uh, 9 points of piercing damage from the javelin. Ow. Um, <laughs> and that brings it down to Cax. Alright. So... You really had to take a fucking defensive line, huh? Like playing footballs. Cax is gonna drop back five feet away from the orc that just swung at him with a hatchet. And he's gonna fire between Nyx and Thrym at the one crispy boy. At that one crispy boy. Yep. Uh, that'll be a 28 to hit. That'll definitely hit. And then I'm thinking this one might miss, but it's worth checking out. Uh, that one's a dirty, or a natural 20. Uh, yeah, I guess that'll hit. Okay, cool. Well, maybe, yeah, this time we'll let it hit. Okay, cool. Next time, maybe not. Yeah, so the one that crits is obviously going to be going... Oh, no, I don't have advantage, so I don't get sneak attack. Nailed it. Well, 24 points of piercing damage to the crispy boy. Points. Okay. Um, so you shot... I, w I would say even though that was your your second shot, right? Yeah, both shots. Yeah. Um, I would I would fucking say fu the fucking hell with it. Uh, that first shot uh, that you hit, if we're gonna go ahead and we'll count that crit towards it, uh, that first shot uh, kills him. Second shot's going in the same line. So that'll be a twenty-eight to hit the or hit the caster boy. If we're saying first shot kills, second shot's going right at the or right at the same line of sight. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So that'll be. Uh, I know one of them was six. It was two damage, so eight points of piercing towards that guy. Okay. Uh, you nail Umaro like right in like the shoulder pad, but he just kind of like screams out a little bit. Okay, and that'll be my. Torn. Sure. Thrym. Okie dokie. Uh, Thrym's gonna activate Thunder's Lightning for his bonus action. And then he's gonna swing. Uh, which orc hit him? It was the second one, right? It was, yep, the one that's a little bit below you, yeah. Yeah, so he's gonna swing at him twice. <laughs> he's gonna pay for that. Uh, 26 to hit. Yes, sir. And a crit. Damn. We're going crazy with the crits tonight, boys. Because fuck your orcs. <laughs> fuck those blue orcs that look like the World of Warcraft orc. Sure how many, how many 20s have we already had tonight? Dude, at least like four or five. Yeah, and I've eaten three of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four, 14 points of bludgeoning, two points of lightning. Okay. And then for the crit... We haven't even gotten to the crit yet, boys. 
18 points of bludgeoning and uh, six points of lightning. All right. So with that, you um, you wouldn't have been able to hit him with the crit, or else I would have given that to you too. Or it wouldn't you? We wouldn't have been able to kill with that crit. Um, so both the attacks just bam, and then that second hit, you hear the neck like crack off to the side, and that orc uh, goes down right at your feet with fucking blood pouring out onto the cold like stone b- below you. Okay. Um. Uh, no, that'll end, that'll end for turn. Sure. Um, uh, Nyx, as you begin to, uh, assess, you, you, you are about to do your, your next action. Um, roll me a perception check. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, okay, uh, you actually hear... Uh, some sort of like, almost like boot stomping coming from behind you guys, um, and in you you kind of turn your head a little bit, and in your peripheral, uh, you do see movement. As uh, Cax, in in roughly your peripheral, you end up seeing, um, you have to do a double take, and you realize that there's a drow standing there in, like, heavy furs. It has an antlered headpiece. And it begins to scream out loud. Uh, coming, uh, essentially from... that away. Uh, rushing on to the battlefield. Uh, forgive me, uh, this is where it's gonna get even fucking crazier. That'll work. I didn't put the range in. Why would they scream that? <laughs> Guys, I didn't put the <laughs> range in! <laughs> kind of runs towards you, Nix, and you're able in your peripheral to see this shape. You haven't quite identified that it's a drow yet, um, but you just hear like this like guttural howl as he reaches out with a hand and kind of erupting from his hand in what looks like magical energy, of what looks like to be a vine, comes lashing out, uh, and, and try he tries to use... Where the fuck did it go? Did I eliminate it? There it is. Uh, he uses Thorn Whip upon Umaro. Uh, they spell attack... And he actually misses, so this whip tries to wrap around Umaro, but he just takes his staff and tries to, like, beat it to the ground before it can wrap around him, and you just hear him, like, cackling, uh, like your typical mad, uh, goblin boy. That is all that person is going to be doing. That brings it down to Nyx. I'm going to kind of glance over at this newly arrived drow, because what mm. the fuck? Yep. 100% identify him as a drow. He almost right. has like a feral look to his face. So I look up at the drow, and I mutter an undercommon. Fuck out of your cack. The goblin is mine. I step forward five feet. Two sorcery points. Bonus action. I am sorry, Thrym, but you are going to be included in this. So I cast Thunderstep. <laughs> 
So it's a 10 foot radius, which means orc up here, orc That's down right. here, and drow and thrim, sorry, all need to make a <laughs> constitution saving throw. DC is 16. All right, let's see. Uh, Orky boy fails. Mystery person, uh, natural 17 plus two, so 19. And then other orky boy uh, fails. 25. So anyone who succeeds takes uh, four points of thunder damage. Anyone who failed takes nine points of thunder damage. Okay. And I'm going to teleport right over the fucking goblin's face. And I'm going to drive Shadowfell into him. Oh, baby. For um, a natural 18. Okay. Um, just really quick, just to summarize um, from events, uh, the orc that was super crispy uh, ends up dying from the shockwave of okay. your thunderstep. Uh, the one next to Thrym did take some damage. Um, and assuredly, you think you catch Umaro by surprise, and with two hands, you go to ram it in him. Um, however, he there seems to be some sort of like very quick reaction to him as he like almost like like hopscotches back a little bit um and then he turns towards you and sneers at you <laughs> i saw that coming so did i not meet his ac you did not meet his ac okay favored by the gods i can add 2d4 to this yes you can which namandu a natural 18 gives me a 25 to hit initially mm -hmm. and favored by the gods added another four putting me at 29 to hit 29 so uh you you almost imagine right so to retcon that for for funsies uh while you're teleporting over you almost anticipate that umaro is gonna maybe know what you're going to do so instead of lunging forward you actually kind of like do like this one-handed like thrust further than you would normally do it and in anticipation umaro steps back but it's not nearly enough and you're able to just uh pierce into him it seems to be some sort of barrier on him but your sword ends up piercing through yeah he's fucked so initially he is going to take 1d8 plus three piercing damage he takes nine piercing damage okie dokie and I am releasing my fifth level vampiric touch Hell as yeah. I do so, dealing 5d8 necrotic damage. Delicious. I gotta double check that die. Yeah, no, d6. 5d6 necrotic damage. Dealing an additional, an additional 16 points of necrotic damage. Nice, so you get eight back from that? Of which I heal eight. Nice. Now we'll end my turn. Okie doke. Holy shit, shnikes. Um, and as after I drive my sword into him, I'm going to say, if you play with fire, you're playing with death. <laughs> um, forgive me as I deal with some more shit going Hooray, on here. More fuckery. Um... <laughs> 
Cax, I need you to roll me a perception check. Oof. Oof. Uh, 19? 19. Okay. Uh, you are not surprised. However, uh, you feel like there is a presence that suddenly appeared behind you. So, you brace as you feel 2021 to hit, Cax? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, a dagger plunges into your back from behind, and you hear, like, this, like, almost, like, chirping that almost sounds like maniacal laughter. Um, and you notice right on your shoulder, there seems to be, like, a feathery hand gripped over you. Um, I need you... Okay, the... And as that plunges into you, um, you feel the dagger pull out, and you move to the side as another dagger strike tries to go in again. Uh, however, that is only a 10 to hit, so I assume you missed that. Barely. Um, you take six points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, that's not gonna fucking pass. 15? Uh, 15, unfortunately, does not pass. Uh, you ha are poisoned. Now I gotta look up what the fucking poison effect is. Uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Um, and that boy is not moving. Um, and then it goes over to Umaro. It's like we're having a little spell off here. This is this is exciting. Uh, you as you say that, and you hear scuffling from around you, Nyx. The goblin leans in a little bit. <laughs> nice trick. <laughs> Let me see if I can do it too. And immediately, uh, he casts Thunderstep as well. Um, no one else besides you. And it's... how the fuck far? You can see within range. Okay. Um, he travels to over here. That's 3d10 thunder. Uh, yeah. Oh, constitution saving throw. My bad. Yeah. 24. 24. That succeeds. So you take um, uh, 10 points of thunder damage. I rolled a 4, a 10, and a 6 on that. Holy shit. Okay. Um, and that is his action one moment yeah need to look something up for a second sure how far did he move all right is his back turned to me when he teleports uh no he is directly facing towards you uh, like a sneer upon his face then he is going to have that sneer erased as i cast hellish rebuke on him sure thing he needs to make a deck save Dexterity saving throw. Only a 13. He fails. He takes 2d10 fire damage. Taking 6 points of fire damage. Very nice. Um, okay, uh, that would be the end of Umaro's turn. Uh, bring it over to uh, the remaining orc boys. I'm just going to go ahead and get rid of those clutter right there. So, Thrym, you are contested with one of those guys. He rolled a 17 on you. 
Shield frock. I don't know what it does, though. <laughs> Key, what the fuck do we have for that again? Field proc? Shield. A shield. The shield I got it, from it, oh. it finally procced. <laughs> After oh, so boy, many boy, sessions. Oh, here. Oh, no. I told you should have it written yeah, down. You should have it written down. What well, I've I've kept asking, but I've never gotten an answer on what it does. I told you where where I can't. I looked it back. Was, it was returning X amount of damage. I believe it was half the damage done or two D four of the damage done. I I think it was just straight up because yeah, I, I deleted what the old magic shield. While we try to figure out the effect of the shield proc, we're going to take a break. Woo! Alright, and we are back from our break. Um, so as the um, shield procs Thrym, uh, go ahead and roll uh, 2d6 damage as you slam the shield in addition to the force uh, back into the uh, blue orc that struck you, or tried seven, to strike you. Seven damage. Seven damage, alright. He looks very uh, disoriented and damaged after that attack. Um, so that was the first orc. Uh, the one in between Thrym and Cax is actually going to throw another javelin uh, behind you, Cax. For 17. Uh, and it misses the target behind you, and that goes a little wide. Um, and the one uh, farthest is... Uh, is going to throw his javelin at you, Cax. Uh, for uh, 18? That is. Okay. Uh, six points of piercing damage as uh, you feel like a pincushion between the dagger and the javelin currently. I'm um, sorry, one more time. How, many, how, many, how much damage? Uh, six points of piercing. Sorry. Um, no, no My worries. brain decided to shut off for like a split second, as you said. <laughs> like, how many points? And I just heard points of damage. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And after being the pincushion, uh, you are up, Kax. Oh, fun. Fun, fun. Key, by the way, mark off two rounds. We've gone through, this is now our... I've been keeping track. Cool, thank you. I've kind yeah. of just been going by whenever Cax shows up in the turn order. <laughs> yes. Because for the first time in forever, he's at the bottom. I'm going to drop five feet away from Feather. Okay. And I'm going to fire off an arrow at the orc in front of Thrym. Sure. One shot there. Uh, and that's going to be regular. 18. 18 for that orc is a hit. Seven points of damage. You pierce him uh, in the chest. Um, Thrym, you begin to hear gurgling as he's the, this orc is barely standing up in front of you as he uh, begins to reach up for that arrow that kind of nailed him in the chest. By the way, did uh, I would have brought? Or no, I didn't because I moved five feet, and that's like a temporary disengage. Hey, actually, 
Did you use yep. your sneak attack? I can't. Yeah, you can. Pack tactics. I'm within five feet of him. I have disadvantage on attack rolls due to poison. Yep. He is poisoned. Ah, oh, that's right. Never mind. My bad. Actually, I'm going to move to here instead, using my cunning action uh, for disengage as a bonus action. Sure. Uh, and take the shot from here. And then... So he's clinging on to life by the look of it? Oh, yeah. I'm going to finish him off. Yeah, that'll hit. 24. Yeah, don't fucking say that before you roll, but yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> um, I do minimum 7 points of damage, so there's another 7, actually, because I rolled minimum damage. Dead. Um... At, at, th at this range, you just confidently, even though your vision's kind of blurred, uh, you just aim straight for the temple, and then thunk! Through him right in front of you, this orc like almost lands in your arms, and you just kind of like shove him backwards. How tall is this pillar of like this this uh, rubble uh, here? That that, that be... broken one. Uh, the portion in front of you still has its legs, so it's it's maybe um like five. The legs are up to like five feet tall, and then the legs broke off behind it into uh, a, a pile of rubble that's maybe only like a foot and a half tall. I'm going to scamper around behind it with the rest of my movement and sure. give myself some cover. Okay. And that'll be the end of my turn. Okie doke. Uh, brings it over to Thrym. All right. You got you got nasty blue orc red blood all over you. I, I'm going to imagine that Cax probably made a sound when he got stabbed. Yeah, that's up to Cax. It would probably Did be he go, ah! It, no, it'd probably be a faint sound of, like, air escaping his body. You know, the sound someone makes when they get stabbed from behind. You say, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But would you hear that in the midst of combat? Third roll perception check. Oh. 16. 16. Uh, you are well-versed in the combat and the hecticness, and even though they're stomping down below... Uh, a little while ago, you did hear uh, your boy Cax uh, utter out uh, some pain as if something was in that direction. So it would be well within reason that you would turn around and see uh, this black feathered Kenku kind of crouch down. Uh, look, at, You look at him and he looks at you. I'm going to look at him and be like, ah, oh, you must be the one that poisons people. Two can play that game. And I'm going to coat my weapon in poison. Okay. And I'm going to throw thunder at him. Sweet. Twice. And he needs to make a con save of 13 with disadvantage. Well, you got to hit him with the yes. hammer first, don't you? Uh, the first one was a 17. Okay, that is a miss. And the second one was a 20-something. That is, would be a hit. All right, so it stays on for a minute, so the second one would have the poison imbued on it. So now he needs to make that con save. Need to double check something. Nope. Okay. Con save of what? Sorry. Uh, 14, excuse me. 14. Uh, unfortunately, he rolled a natural 20, so that brings that con save up to uh, 22. And that was with disadvantage? Uh, he doesn't roll with disadvantage on that. Even with the Blightstone? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Roll a perception, Thrym. 
Oh yeah, no idea. Natural one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking him over, expecting the poison to pulse into him, but somehow you don't see uh, Feather phased by that at all. Is it resistance? Or immunity? Uh, you can't, uh, you... I was going to say, with defeat, if it's resistance, it ignores it. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, okay. Me yeah, I don't, I don't fucking care. Uh, Meta-wise, he's immune. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So I want to roll a one on my damage dice. So that's going to be... Plus nine. So that's ten bludgeoning and then two lightning. Okay. That was fucking. It's damn near minimum damage. Um, yeah, I'm gonna action surge and throw it at him twice again. Sure. Uh, twenty-eight. Hit. Twenty-two. Two hits. Better. Uh, seventeen. 17 bludgeoning and 4 lightning. Okay. And then... 11 bludgeoning and 2 lightning. And that'll be Thrym's turn. Okay, uh, You guys hear... Um, some sort of almost like... Cawing... Coming from behind Feather. Um... Thrym, you glance up and see a figure is soaring down from the sky. Uh, a humanoid figure. This poor soul rolled a natural... Fuck all. Um, bring his token out. Right there, about 30 feet flying in the air, you see this creature soar in with like these rainbow feathers and this hawk-like face uh, arms and legs like a humanoid and it begins to hover and then you see it pull back a bowstring towards you Thrym and it begins to crackle with like white hot electricity that's not point of clarity mind. which direction did he fly in from um like was it moving from that east way. to west uh east to west perfect thank you you're very welcome that is my thing hello other character sheet i need to juggle put you here my little baby all right uh, it is going to use uh lightning arrow upon you thrym um Make it attack as normal. Da 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 da. da. Uh, twenty-three thrim. Yeah. Okay. Um, an arrow stabs into your shoulder, and immediately a discharge of electricity begins to pulse through your body, uh, doing a total of twenty points of lightning damage. Um, and that orc is within 10 feet of you, or 10 feet or blah. Uh, that orc needs to make a dexterity saving throw and fails that. And he takes 
six points of electricity damage as the electricity goes through you and then reaches out and then zaps into him. Knocking him down. Um, and that boy is staying where he is. Bring it to the top of the round. The Drow Druid, because, you know, you guys have all heard of Drow Druids, right? The Druid moves to the front where you originally were, uh, Cax. I'm going to roll for it to make sure it's not bullshit. Um, it looks at you, Nyx, and a pulse of energy uh, washes over you. Um, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC 17. Great. 13. 13. You, my friend, uh, feel the world uh, begin to shrink. And your eyesight gets lower and lower and lower. Cax, you look over, and Nyx is the most adorable black feline cat you've ever seen in your life. And you kind of want to give him a nice hug and kiss. I hate you. As he casts Polymorph upon you. I hate you. I love you too. No, I hate you. <laughs> um, all the times you wouldn't let me use it, and then you go and use it on me. <laughs> Alright, the druid's turn. He's going to stay right where he is. He's not doing anything else. I never realized a whole bunch of shit. Let me remind you guys how point of order the next time that someone wants a hit squad like backstory they're getting <laughs> slapped so hard in the dick <laughs> seriously next time you want to roll with a group before the adventure make sure it's the fucking lollipop guild <laughs> they attack you with their orange fists uh nix all right um I'm, I'm gonna walk over to Cax and just kind of rub my face on him. <laughs> if I didn't know it was Nyx and I didn't know we were about to die, you'd be punted about 20 feet away. And I would transform back, so please do. <laughs> I don't think you, you do. I do. If I, in my creature form I hit zero hit points, I revert to my original form. Yep. That's how polymorph works. Instead of that, or I'm a fucking cat for an hour. Or at least as long as concentration lasts. Well, Cax so wouldn't know how polymorph works. He would just assume that now you're a cat. And he's like, if I kick this cat, he's gonna die. Either way, I move over to Cax and I start rubbing on his leg. Okay, well. That's my turn, you fuckhead. I love you. No, you don't. I knew, I knew you guys were gonna fucking hate me today. <laughs> I had a feeling... Uh, Alright, that brings it over to Feather, who took a little bit of a beating from you, Grim. Um, however, it glances over and it uh, begins to uh, create a little bit of distance between you and him, Grim, and it's also going to... Yeah, it's going to uh, run up behind the uh, orc and attack him twice uh, with his dagger. Uh, one misses, the other one hits. Doing 
fuck all damage. And constitution saving throw for the orc. Uh, he actually succeeds, so he does not get poisoned. Uh, that's enough out of Feather. Uh, Umaro from across the plaza uh, is on the verge of falling over uh, laughing. Um, however, he, he looks over and, and sees uh, all the other shit going on. He, he just kind of does a little bit of a tisk. And Thrym, uh, you feel like these whispers uh, pop into your head as, as Umaro begins to cast something upon you. Um, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I'm fine. Ten? Absolutely! Uh, <laughs> unfortunately not. Uh, you become frightened. Uh, and this is a concentration. He is casting Phantasmal Killer upon you. So you are frightened of Umaro. Um, and at the end of your turn, you must see a wisdom saving throw or take psychic damage. Uh, on a successful save, uh, the spell ends upon doing that. Okay, sorry. Casting spells I've never casted before. A lot of us haven't done before. Uh, Umaro is going to... Um, take cover behind uh, this large statue over here uh, bringing it to two orky boys okay orky boy is going to turn around and attack feather uh, and misses completely um, the orc behind the pillar is actually going to run up on the flank of feather and attack with advantage um, his attack hits and slashes into Feather from behind, doing a decent amount of damage to him. And that is the orc's turn, bringing it to Cax. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, see, you're used to you're used to possum, right? So you look at a cat and you're just like, you're just like, this kind of looks delicious. Kind of. You've probably eaten cat before in your life. I'm firing two shots at the druid using forged arrows. Sure. Um, that is a double 19 for crit on disadvantage. So here's second roll. Um, and that's a double 10. So that's 21 to hit and a crit. So is the 21 hit? Him. Where'd I put his shit, boys? Uh, yes. Yep. Alright, so here is non-crit damage. Uh, that's going to be uh, if someone can tally this for a total damage for polymorph concentration, that would be awesome. Um, 11, and I'm going to give you the, the types of damage, Matt. Sure. Uh, 11 points piercing, 3 points uh, force. That's for non-crit. Here comes crit piercing. Here comes the pain! At 16 points of crit piercing. And 9 points of crit force. 9 force. Alright, All right. so you have a DC 10 con save and a DC 12 con save. Okay. 
Um, the reason uh, two of my boys have swirls upon them uh, was to remind me uh, that they both have feet. DC 10. I so it's going to be DC 10 or what? The first hit was a D is a DC 10, and the second is a DC 12. He has to roll DC the con 12. save twice. Okay. Uh, no, actually, on the first con save, I rolled fucking believe it two natural ones in a fucking row. So perfect. I am no uh, longer a cat. He is no longer a kitty kitty. All right, and I wrote down so it's that. Just, just asking. This is the fourth or fifth round. This is the third round. Oh yeah, wow! This is my third time going, mm-hmm. and I'm already at less than half my HP and poisoned. You took a huge chunk out of the druid. So is is he looking still fine? Oh, he's still looking fine. Fuck him. Action surge, same thing twice. Okay. <laughs> uh, that probably won't hit 17. Uh, 17 does not hit. I'm going to fucking put a hand through one of my monitors. It's the end of my turn. I just okay. rolled a 2 and a fucking nat 20. <laughs> I'm so angry right now, dude. <laughs> All right, that's in a year ago. Your yeah, you had shifted over there. Uh, brings it on down to Thrym. Okay. Thrym is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet to directly under Feather. And uh, I'm. That is. You don't know who that is. Oh, not feather. The uh, the thing flying. It's still the thing, thirty. The thing flying. Yep. So yeah, that is uh, thirty thir- feet directly it's above you. Thirty feet directly above me, right? Yes. I'm gonna ask if you'll let this work. Uh, here we go. Rhymes binding ice. Basically, if he fails the con save, he takes three d eight cold damage and is hindered by ice formation for a minute. Would that make it so he can no longer fly and fall? Let me see. That is a great question. It depends on its traits. Some creatures have that shit where, like, stuff can't affect them with that. Uh, What I chose to base this off of does not, however. So, yeah, you're you're confident that choosing that might be might be interesting. Roll a con save. Constitution. Sorry, I have random fucking information all over this. I'd be happy to share this with you when the uh, when this combat is over. Of how fucking bonkers this is. Uh, I rolled. Um, that is a seventeen. Oh yeah, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, all he needed was twelve. He's still gonna take half damage though. I like Ooh, half damage. Yeah. It was worth a shot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. We would have to figure out how he lands on you. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... Th- that can't work. That's a D10. Hold on. Ooh. Okay. So, uh, 7 and a 6 is... 13? 13 plus 4, so 20. So, halved is 10. 10 uh, cold damage. Cool. That's not horrible for a bell. 
Usually if you fail, it ends up being like single digit shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, and for his bonus action, Thrym is starting to get very angry and he's going to rage. Okay. And that'll be Thrym's turn. Sure thing. There aren't that many targets left. Pardon me. Uh, flying... Wanting to stay within relevant range. Uh, the strange feathered humanoid creature uh, goes over to here. Uh, what I kind of put in as like a little plaque bench kind of thing. Um, there's my pencil. I just want to jot down to keep track of this. So he does go up another 10 feet. So now he's 40 feet high. Uh, he is going to cast... Um, Erupting Earth upon Cax. Uh, fountain of Churn. Earth and Stone erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Um, and with the rumble, you actually hear in, in, in uh, Undercommon, uh, for those who know that, uh, looking down upon the druid for the cause. And uh, Earth and Stone erupts in a 20-foot cube. Uh, each creature there must make a dexterity saving throw, uh, DC 17, and I'll roll for that boy, that boy succeeds. Nine. Oh my god, something that uses fucking d12s. Great. That is not a concentration spell. Is this... 20-foot cube around Cax, 510. So if it's a 20-foot cube centered, it's what, 10 below and 10 above Cax? Uh, that would be, yeah. If it's centered on me and it's a 20-foot cube. Yeah, so... Roughly... Without going into hexes like that, right? Yeah. Okay. That's about the space. Okay. Uh, and then Cax, what'd you get for your deck saving throw? Eight. Eight. Uh, both of you take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. And the area around you uh, is now difficult terrain until cleared away. Each five-foot square portion of the area requires at least one minute to clear by hand. So it's nothing hazardous, but it's all, like, erupted earth that causes it for you to walk through to be considered difficult terrain. And that's it for that. I'm sorry, I never moved initiative order to that. Alright, so we are on turn four. Key, you are being dogged by uh, your former allies up, and you are almost there. Up ahead, you are hearing booms and crackles and some screams from orcs up ahead, and you know that there is vicious fighting up ahead of you. Do I see uh, Salik in the sky? Uh, yes, you do. Oh. Would you mind if I rolled uh, just see if I could put the two and two together to realize that Salik has you know, entered combat with my friends? Um, you would. I would say you would assume so because, like, uh, when you guys did a uh, thunder step, like that thunder can be heard from up to three hundred feet away. So when you were like more than halfway there you heard, like, the loud booming from a lot of those spells. So you would assume that, uh, seeing Salik there, that shit's going down now. 
Alright. Cool. Okay. Uh that brings it to the druid though. Right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. He uh seeing you guys dealing with that, he steps within kind of combat range of him, but uh, can barely see Umaro, so he gets a bonus to his AC from the cover. But it is not enough. He uses another thorn whip, um, and suddenly you see the whip, do it doesn't go away, and you see the druid grab on with another hand and begin to pull as uh, Umaro takes... 12 points of damage from that on a fucking cantrip. Um, and he gets pulled 10 feet closer to the druid. So right in front of him, Umaro gets dragged. And that'll be it for that. And Nyx. Alright, first up, Nyx is going to burn two sorcery points to cast Cure Wounds on himself at second level. Because, fuck you. I hate you. Mm. <sighs> Four. Those are two tens of the wrong dice. Five, six, seven, eight. So that's ten points of healing for Nyx. You're gonna love me for this one. Oh, I, I set him up for you. All you gotta do is knock him down. Yeah, yeah. Centered on that point, Nyx is gonna drop another flame strike. Sure. Which will catch everyone. Both orcs, Feather, the drow whose name I'm spacing on, and the fucking goblin. Mm -hmm. Every one of them needs to make a deck save. Sure. Alright, we'll start with Umaro and work our way down. Uh, Umaro got a 16 uh, is it dex? Sorry? Dex save. Okay, so DC eight. is 16. Okay, Umaro got a natural 16 plus his two dex. So he succeeds Druid. Um, got a 15, so he fails. Uh, Orc next to him fails horribly. Feather, uh, 18 uh plus 5, 23, he succeeds. And orc on the bottom, uh, natural 17 plus uh, 2, so 19. Okay. So druid Boom. and that first orc fail. Everyone else succeeds. All that's right. A, that's a lot of damage. Failures will be taking 12 points of fire damage okay. and 15 points of radiant damage. And 15 points of radiant? Yes. Okay, at orc goes bye bye. Successes take six points of fire damage and seven points of radiant damage. Not fucking bad. And unfortunately, that'll end my turn for now. That's super sexy damage, though. Alright, and that is. Feathers go. Um, Feather is going to get up behind Umaro and 
attack twice. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, Cax, the sneak attack is for one of the hits, right? Usually the first hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the first hit succeeds, the second one fails. So then I gotta add sneak attack damage. Where's the sneak attack damage I have right here? Alright, uh, shivs right into the back of Umaro, knocking him down further, and constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Uh, Umaro is poisoned. Uh, <clears throat> uh, did he roll his con save to see if I'm still frightened? Uh, I believe that con save was until... Who is that again? Fuck. Um... Uh, the goblin you just stabbed cast some type of whisper on me that made me frightened. Oh, yeah, so actually that should have happened when the flame strike hit, right? Yeah, and then this too. Because okay. I rolled my last attacks with disadvantage because I was frightened. Um, and that was it, right? That was uh, the only time he's gotten hit since, right? I'm assuming? Uh, flame strike and then now. Yeah. He... yeah, okay, so... Uh, advantage, he got a... 22. But then the second one got him. Yep, you are no longer uh, cool. frightened. Yay, I can cross that off. That actually worked out good. For who? I won't tell. Alright. Sorry, I'm gonna end Feather's turn there. Umaro. Uh, you can hear some heavy breathing on his part. He's going to cast uh, Misty Step as a bonus action. Um, he's actually going to retreat uh, back up here, and Cax and Nyx, you see this, like, battered and beaten, you see, like, like, some sort of wound on the side is, like, bubbling with poison coming out of it. And there seems to be like a little bit of like foam around his mouth as he he he's laughing maniacally, uh, barely on the cusp of like sanity here. Um, he he is looking back at the attackers that are there, but then he like whips around and just kind of stares at you guys. Um, he is going to cast Pulse Wave upon you. Why didn't they do that? Uh, 30-foot cone in your direction, so it's only going to hit you guys. Um, it's going to push you if the thing goes off. I need you guys to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, DC 17. Eight. Okay. Uh, it'll be a 15. Uh, you guys both uh, take... It is 66 force damage and ended up being 24 uh, points of force damage on both of you. Um, you both failed. You guys are. I guess we got to extend our battlefield here. Woo! The secrets. 5, 10, 15, 5, 10. You guys are knocked back 15 feet. Nyx's unconscious body is knocked back 15 feet. Okay. Axe's unconscious body is knocked back 15 feet. Um, and that is going to end that green fucker's turn. 
and who be this? The last remaining orc is going to uh, be very fucking confused at everything going on, uh, but charges towards Feather and attacks with an axe and misses that, uh, bringing it over to Cax. I'll need you to make a death saving throw. I will DM you the result. Sure. There you go. Okay. Uh, Rim. Alrighty. I imagine from where I'm standing, I just saw that. Uh, yeah, you saw... Probably, from where you're at, you saw them get knocked back. But where you are, uh... The rubble is obscuring the view of your allies laying down. Although, you can see above the rubble, and you can't see them standing. So they're either laying on the ground, or they're knocked out. You're not entirely sure which. I'm gonna move 30 feet to there. And that should... Well, I'll just measure it out to be sure. Yep. I'm gonna throw thunder at the uh, goblin. Sure. Uh, the first one is a natural 20. Ooh, baby. And the second one is a 26. Oh, yeah, both those hit. Okay. So the crit is going to be... Uh, 29 points of damage in total. Uh, four of which is lightning damage. Okay. Fucking sweet. And then... The other hit is going to be uh, 16 points of bludgeoning and 3 points of lightning. Okay. Uh, you throw it, it comes back, you throw it again, and uh, you you see, like, the eyes, his eyes are beginning to, like, roll back a little bit, and then you see him, like, shake out of it, and he can't seem to uh, stay still on equal ground like he's kind of like wavering and having to step uh he 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 no no look good he look like a poopy all right and then for my bonus action i'm going to use my second wind and that's going to give me 14 points back nice and that'll be my turn okay all right last is Person in air. Person in air. Does things. Alright, it is going to uh, look down upon you with evil intentions, Thrym. Um, you feel another wave of like mind-altering or body-altering magic upon you. I need you to make a wisdom-saving throw. I'm so good at those. At uh, DC 17. Ah! Natural 18 and a plus zero. Natural 18, <laughs> hell yeah. So you feel almost like your muscles begin to seize up upon you, but you, you do that thing where like you burst out of your own shirt kind of thing and you pulse your muscles out, um, somehow countering the magic of you he attempted to hold person upon you. Um, that is his, so turn fucking five. Oh boy. Do I get a chance to re-roll for initiative? Uh, I would say yes. Mainly because I fucking forgot what you rolled. It has to be better this time around, right? 
Oh, it is. Hell yeah. So yeah, just let me know whenever I'm in this thing. Because I just got a 17 for initiative. 17? Now I'll plug you in for that. Uh, you're on the field now. Um. Alright, El Druido. Uh, sees you rush up. And Key, you, you look over and you don't recognize uh, this figure in front of you. Um, but judging by the fact that uh, you see Salik up in the air, you would assume that this person uh, was your replacement. The goblin guy or the drow? No, the, the drow. Oh. Do I see Nixon Cax on the ground? Um, from there, uh, yeah, I yeah, I think you would, because um, a little bit off the map, if I did have some map that way, it would be the stairwell that led up to where you are. And then right at the flat point, uh, you have a weird goblin near you, and you look over and beyond the weird goblin, uh, over on the ground are two two bodies on the ground. P has that under control. Um, the druid goes up to you, Thrym, uh, and casts primal savagery upon <laughs> itself. Um, it is a melee spell attack. That is a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Okay, and that is... Uh, you see, like, these claws grow from, like, these normal drought hands. These sharp claws immediately pulse out, and you see, like, a fizzing, like, dripping, a green dripping, like, kind of, like, dripping from them as it slashes into you for uh, 10 points of acid damage. And after the slash, you see that the finger uh, fingernails return to normal. Um, and then our boy Key rolled a 17. Let's put him in to rock and roll. Key, yeah, you uh, came up just in time to see um, the newcomer slash into Thrym. Do I recognize the two bodies over there are Nyx and Cax? Uh, you look around, you don't see Nyx and Cax and Thrym. They're all kind of a package deal. So I would say you would uh, definitely assume that it was uh, them. A little little, little tiny kobold body and a, a stick figure of a drow over there, yeah. So healing word is a bonus action. It is a bonus action. So theoretically, would you let me cast it as my action and bonus action? Uh, as as two separate spells. Is or it do... is, is it a spell or a yes. cantrip? You can't cast spell. two spells in the same turn. Yeah, yeah, unless one okay. of them is a cantrip. We break we break the rules on casting two spells in the same turn. Nyx does it all the time. But the fact that it specifies it's a bonus action, it can only be used as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is that uh, blue square of rough terrain still up? Uh, it is, yes. It is not a concentration thing. It's just the ground is permanently like that until it gets cleaned up. Shit. I'll probably just uh, run in and yell, what the fuck's going on here? And I'm going to get behind the drow that just attacked the rim. Sure. 
What the fuck is going on? <laughs> is my Necrotic Shroud still up? If it's been five turns, that's 30 seconds plus eight. Um, nope, it's still up. Okay, so I still have it. Um, for my bonus action, um, or no, I don't need to use bonus action because I have advantage just by standing opposite. Mm-hmm. Okay. I begin swing a swangin'. I fucking hate life. Um, <laughs> does a 17 hit? What's that boy? Uh, what's that boy's name? Uh, what? 17? Yeah. Uh, you you end up uh, swinging uh, your 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 ever famous swisher uh, towards him, and it, it's as if you you were getting him right in the back, and it just seems like it hits like a rock. As you notice, like a lot of like the tough hide seems to have interwoven like what you would probably identify as like turtle shells woven around the back of it. Uh, fancy way of saying that you did indeed miss. Well, I guess I'll roll again. I guess I'll die. 25 hit? 25 hit? 27? Yeah, yeah, better fucking even, hit. Even better. Okay. So, that is 2d4. Of course I rule snake eyes. Of course I fucking do. I should have just fucking lied. Um, <laughs> plus well, six. Thank you for not doing that. Okay, so that is eight slashing, plus I'm using one of my bardic inspiration die for... Um, an extra 2d6 of uh, psychic damage. So that's that is 2 plus 6, 8 slashing, 6 psychic, and another uh, and what level are we? 10? 10. Uh, that is um 10 extra necrotic damage. Oh, from the shroud? Yep. Okay. And with that, the, the shroud does drop. That's the full 60 seconds. Not bad for snake eyes on that, to be honest. Yeah. And then I still have a bonus action. So I don't know those bodies over there are nicks and cacks. Uh, you you would assume that they that they are because they are nowhere to be found and Thrym's nearby. Okay, I'm gonna healing word bonus action next. Uh, you are you can you cast that without seeing them? Um, that you can see within range. But okay, you I... you currently can't see them. The rubble separating you guys is is high enough where their bodies are laying on the ground and you can't see their bodies. If if I had recognized that that was Nyx as I was running by, would you allow me to just cast it as I was running up to this guy as a slight retcon? Okay, I know Nyx is biased towards this, but we can vote on that. All right. Well, because if I had realized it was Nyx, I would have cast it off the bat. I guess I just worded it. Weird. All right, everyone, yes or no in chat? 
One, two, three, go. Alright, we're still neutral. <laughs> we tie up, I'll flip a coin for my indifference. <laughs> Alright, so we voted, and it looks like yes wins. Um, I would say he would be able to tell the difference between like the kobold body and the... Uh, the drow body there. So he, he gets to choose who he does healing word on. I'll get Nyx up. Okay. Which is 1d4 plus spellcasting modifier. I could I'm be really... Using it as, a, as a first level. I really could be super evil right now, but I'm not gonna... 4 plus 5, that's 9 points of Do healing it. on Nyx. Do it. <laughs> I flipped a coin. <laughs> Are you just about to counterspell me? I was, but I flipped a coin because uh, he's on death's door and very delirious right now. Uh, so I rolled to see if he would be paying attention enough for that, and he's not. Phidias would have done it. Phidias would have totally done it. What a pussy. What a little green bitch. So Nyx now has 9 HP. Cool. Sorry I can't do an epic run over, but... That'll have so, to do. Just imagine like a saving private Ryan like running through the fucking the beach. <laughs> Shit's going off around you and you're running through the difficult terrain. Fighting the Yakul just <laughs> Alright, that's the end of your go? Yep, that is All as right. much action as I could fit. It would turn. Cool. Um Forgive me before Nyx's turn with the advent of key here. Also all right, where are we at? We're going to be up to Nyx. Let me readjust this. Nyx. Okay. You feel you feel the breath of life infusing you once more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely, he does. <sighs> All right. So Nyx is laying on the ground, looks over, and sees Cax's unconscious body. As he gets up, two sorcery points as a bonus action, cure wounds into Cax at second level. Could be better. Nine points of healing to Cax. So he spends half his movement to stand up, sees a giant ass pile of rubble, Got the right tool connected, steps over a little bit out of Cax's way and fires a fucking lightning bolt at the thing in the sky. Fuck you, bird! Fuck you, bird. They're technically both birds, but... <laughs> there are many birds. Yeah, fuck you, bird. This is a bird-laden battlefield. So that's a deck save. Sure. Excuse me. Um, that is only a nine, he fails. Yeah. 33 points of lightning damage. Ooh, mama. Fight. Fight the chunk. Fight the chunk. Fight the chunk, indeed. Does he fall out of the sky? And then Nyx is going to use the last of his movement 
to move another 10 feet east to try to get himself a little bit behind that tree. Sure. I would say for the sake of uh, this battlefield getting crazy, I would say, like, there's just a line. That's the building. Uh, the Temple of Tempest is, like, right behind you guys. Yeah, I'm not moving further north. Okay. I just want to try to get a little cover behind the tree. Sure, no, that's smart. And that'll um, end my turn. Okay. Uh, brings it to Feather, who has his hands busy, so he attacks twice with a dagger. One fails. Uh, one crits. Those are them puppies. Or this orc is barely hanging on by a thread. And he succeeds on the... Wait, hold on. Disadvantage. Somehow still succeeds on the poison check, so he is not poisoned. Um, ending Feathers Go. That brings it over to Mr. Green Last Gasp himself. What does he have left? Okay, um... He is staying right where he is. He is, however, going to uh, go after you, Thrym. Uh, you feel another, like, buzz in your brain as you just keep getting assaulted by all these strange magics. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Of uh, DC 17. 17. 17. 16 plus 1. Hey! Uh, meets it beats, or for spells, is it the opposite? Meets it beats it. Meets it beats okay. it. Okay. All right, so you take only five points of psychic damage, um, and you just shrug it off as there was some sort of coaxing to do something in your brain. Um, for the meta, meta of it, uh, he casted uh, Tasha's Mind Whip at Thrym. There it is again. Alright, subtract the spell slot. Uh, Umaro is going to stay right there. The last orc uh, in its blood frenzy is going to attack Feather and Speed. And that is. That would hatch it. Uh, nine points of damage on Feather. So they are distracted with each other. Zen uh, coming running up to the platform as well is the automaton uh, appears first it used half of its movement to get there but it's a fucking monk so it gets right up to you Thrym uh, and it goes to uh, punch you twice uh 21 and a 17. 21 hits. Okay, I'll say that the first one uh, didn't hit first with the second one hitting you, or the first one quote-unquote hitting you. Uh, it activates a key point and does a flurry of blows after that, so I'll just add up all that damage. Praise all of that damage. Wait. Wouldn't he have to roll again if he's doing fairly Oh yeah, thank you very much. Okay, cool. Let me do the first damage first. I have, I have so many moving parts, guys. I apologize. No, that's 
Fine. Um, so the the first attack is uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage, and the two attacks for flurry of blows is a a nineteen and a an eight. A nineteen hits. So one more attack. That is uh, fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Jesus. That'll do it for him. And we'll bring it over to the recently resuscitated Cax. Actually, for that 14... and ne- Never mind. I'm not going to do that. Cax yeah. is going to expend half his movement getting up. Use cutting action dash. So that's 15 to 20 here. 30, 40. I'm going to take a shot at the goblin. Hmm, that's not going to hit. I'm going to miss two shots, 13 and that one, so. Yeah, unfortunately. That's my turn. Okay. Um, Coming out on the battlefield in the same spot, using half his movement to get there, is Slen going to uh, see what you're doing. Uh, actually, will he be able to make that? Half is 15. So, no, he's only going to be able to make it right here. So he as well uh, goes for the goblin with two uh, trident attacks. Um, and both of his attacks miss. Uh That's all I can do for him. He already used his absurd. All right, uh, brings it over to Thrym. Uh, from where he was standing, and because he was like looking in that direction, would Thrym have been able to see Nyx like stand up and move? Um, you were focusing on. I'm sorry, who, who, who did you attack last turn? Uh, the goblin. Because I saw the goblin do that because I was looking in that direction for where Nyx and Cax I, disappeared. I would say probably not because you're, like, kind of enthralled in combat. Um, okay. I would say if you wanted to use a bonus action to look around, you would probably see Nyx off to the back, but current, currently with, with everything moving, your, your vision is straight for that goblin that's kind of getting ganged up on now. Nope, he's not going to think to do that. Uh, But he does see, and that's a merfolk, right? Yes. He does see that come into view. Mm Mm-hmm, absolutely. And in his rage, and having thunder in his hand, he knows what thunder does to aquatic creatures. Maybe. So he's yeah. going to throw it twice at him. Sure. Oh, baby. And f- actually, for his bonus action, he's going to coat it in poison, too. Sure. All right. So the first attack uh, is a crit. Oh. A five and a 20. And then the second attack is a 22. Cool. Yeah, both it. All right, so I'll attack the uh, poison on the first one. So that's a 
con save with disadvantage of 14. Uh, I rolled fucking two 15s on that for a total of... Yeah, he passes. Yeah. But that's okay. Let's see what the crit gets first. Let's let's see what the damage do. Alright. So that's going to be seven points of lightning damage. I'm sorry. Seven points of lightning damage. Okay. And 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Hey. And then for the second hit... 17 points of bludgeoning and 4 points of lightning. Damn. And... Yep, that'll be Thrym's turn. That's a... Pretty good fucking turn for damage. The boys with the damage! Zip. Okay. Um. Up in the air. The range is well within reach for his bow. Um, Key and, and Nyx, you see the uh, the bow begin to crackle with lightning, and uh, two arrows, the first one looking like a white-hot uh, like shrapnel flying through the air, uh, both shots go for Umaro. Um, the first attack will be the, the sexy beast, and that is a dirty 20. So that hits, and the second one misses, because that literally happens every single time. Um, so that is 4d8 lightning damage. Where are you shooting it? Uh, Umaro. Okay. So that is 24 points of lightning damage. Um, whether you hit or miss, each creature within 10 feet of the target must make a dex saving throw. Each of the creatures take uh, X amount of damage. So I need you guys to make a dexterity saving throw of uh, 16 for that ability. X is the only one in range. Cats oh yeah, no, my bad. Oh no, my merfolk. My merfolk. To, yeah. They're, they're roughly not afraid of fucking friendly fire. Uh, he fails it. You said DC was 16? DC was 16. Can you, can you, can you double check that and make sure it wasn't 15? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid not. Awesome. <laughs> How much damage do I take? Um, You take, uh, both of you take uh, six points of lightning damage as the chain lightning from that uh, spreads out and zaps uh, both of you guys. Awesome. Are you still up? Barely. Okay. I'm pretty sure a nice gust of wind would kill Cax. <laughs> All right, this is the seventh, sixth round. I'm actually keeping track of that. I usually don't. Uh, he is actually going to cast upon Thrym. Uh, you see almost this, like, sparkle effect come from the staff aimed at you, Thrym. Uh, actually, you wouldn't see this coming because you're facing the goblin. Um, in a in a, a violet light... Yep, because they don't fucking care about friendly fire at all. Uh... 
20 foot cube around you. 10, 10. Yep. So every single person around Thrym, including Key behind because of the radius of the spell, uh, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, DC 17. Fail. Thrym, you have plus five. Oh, maybe not then. I got a 21. Okay. 16. 16? Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so he casted Fairy Fire. Yep. So, and funny enough, all three of you guys get blasted with a violet energy that begins to radiate all over you. And you you hear this, like, almost like a honk come from the automaton next to him, like, what the fuck? Um, and that is his action. And that is... All he's gonna do, he's gonna stay right where he... Actually, no, he's gonna shift. Um... Yeah, he's just gonna shift right here. Uh, which now brings it to Key. I wish uh, Leoman's tiny hut what didn't take a minute to cast. <laughs> oh. I think I'll just keep... I'll move with the... my subpar replacement. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like at least four points under you. Come on. And I'll uh, take another swing. Sure. Uh, with advantage. Oh, yep. regardless, yeah, because you're climbing. Yeah, that'll hit. And then I'll just roll my second attack for a 21. Uh, 21 will hit. Okay, good. I, Tony, could you get off the keyboard? Hey, Tony! Yeah, you're not cosplaying as Nix anymore, Tony. You have to leave. Alright. Fucking Tony over here. So, first attack. Slashing damage. Snake eyes again! These these D4s stay away. No, yeah, those no, need to go away, dude. No more Fortnite. <laughs> I could get out of second. Imagine being able to roll with advantage, though. <laughs> so that's eight slashing, and then I'm going to use two. And then I'm going to use another Psychic Blades. What? Uh, it's my Bard thing. It gives me the extra D6 Psychic damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so that's 8 slashing. Psychic Blades, man. That's a fucking... Oh, 11 Psychic damage. It makes up for your snake eyes. Hit. Yep, so that's 8 slashing, 11 Psychic. And for the second hit... Uh, that'll be 11 slashing. One of them was still a 1, but the other's a 4. And I'll use a Divine Smite at 3rd level. Oh, baby. Which makes it 4d8. Stop throwing my dice everywhere, you stupid fucking cat. Hey, we got people from PETA listening. Yeah, well, at least it ain't OSHA. <laughs> It's their off week. <laughs> Alright. 
So for 4d8 radiant damage. 8, 11, 16 radiant damage. 16 radiant damage. All right. So we got to play around with some. Uh... So that's 11 slashing, 16 radiant. And okay. and those are still just considered slash. two hits, right? People yeah. People who pay attention to concentration. Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Fairy fire is concentration. Alright, so the first one, uh, with advantage, was a uh, natural 20, and the second one was... Is there anything added to... It's you a do con a... save. Con oh, con save? Okay. So 20 plus... DC yeah, is 10, six. or half of the damage taken, whichever is higher. So, and the other one is a 21 to maintain the fairy fire. Yeah, of course it fucking is. And I'll use my uh, bonus action for a uh, healing word on Cax, which gives... Of course it's a one. Fucking shit. <laughs> uh, that's another six healing on Cax. Okay. Dude, honestly, do not waste your fucking healing on me. Any die roll that isn't damage towards me is going to be minimum. Well, that's my bonus action and my action. Okay. And for movement, I moved a little bit that way, but... I'm gonna stay right there. Sure. Alright, Nyx. Alright, who's looking worse, Cax or Thrym? Cax, by a long shot. From where you're standing, Thrym, because you can't see Cax. Fair point. Thrym, in your enraged status, you suddenly feel a burst of energy. As Nyx pulls out a scroll and casts haste on you. Your movement speed is now doubled. Your AC increases by two. And you may take an additional action during your turn. If you choose to take the attack action, you may only hit once. And Nyx is going to use a bonus action to pop a health potion. Healing, okay, eight points. Hey. And he is not moving from his little hidey hole. Sure. So that will be the end of my turn. Okay. Thrym, enjoy being hasted. Enjoy that jolt. Uh, feather. Uh, first attack misses. Second attack hits. As long as I don't roll. Yep. Uh, orky boy, go bye-bye. Um, and then Feather uses his action uh, to uh, bomb up onto you. That completes Feather's turn. Uh, the fucking goblin that still lives. Um, in desperation, uh, Umro looks over at you, Cax. Um, and you begin to hear whispers inside of your head. I need you to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC... 9. 17. Okay. Um, he casts Charm Person upon you. And you just hear in your head in that, like, high screechy fucking obnoxious goblin voice, <laughs> Save me! <laughs> Kill them! Kill them! So, you are currently charmed by Umaro. Uh, for... One hour. For an hour? For a fucking hour. Unless his concentration's broken. 
Uh, Charm person is not concentration. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Umaro um, is going to shift actually towards you, Cax, to get away from the uh, big motherfucker near you. And who the fuck is this? My icon. Why am I icon so goddamn small? I don't know because you're trying to kill us. Because I'm trying to murder everybody. Oh, it's Bro, he's oh, not it's, trying. He's pulling oh, it off. It's it's dead orc who is no longer in initiative order, uh, bringing it to the automaton. Um, the automaton uh, almost gives off almost what sounds like a fucking a train whistle as a uh, key. You know that uh, when Jed does this, it, it means like he's just going fucking balls to the walls. He performs um, staying where he is. He's going to perform a reckless attack against Thrym. Remember, your AC is increased by two. Um, first attack on your turn. So it's not... So he still punches twice, but it's only the first one he does with advantage. Um, four and a natural 20, unfortunately. Hooray! Hooray for... Oh, but your AC is increased by two, <laughs> Uh, so instead of a natural me, 20 hit, it's a natural 20 hit! And the second one was a 2. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> Alright. Um, Has anybody been tallying how many crits this was? Dude, we gotta, like, Rob, when you listen to this, you gotta put it like a tally mark whenever you hear fucking natural 20. Fine, but I guarantee you it's more than we've ever had throughout the rest of the game. Fucking mm -hmm. seriously. I want this episode to be called Kritzakalooza. Oh Kritzakalooza, and somehow, like, the players have two crits and the DM has seven. Yeah, put that fucking. Uh, could you refresh the tab we are using for the dice roller, Matt? <laughs> I've just... accidentally X'd out at least, like, five times during this because I'm juggling, like, at, I think fucking on this one screen, I'm juggling, like, seven tabs along with my notepad. For, oh. every, for every fucking thing on this on this some bitch. Well, that's um, the only idea I have for dice jail. <laughs> um, Dude, why would you put hot hot dice in jail? Because he's gonna kill us. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first punch that is a crit is going to be twenty three points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and it is going to do. It's going to spend a key point to do stunning strike upon you, Thrym. Uh, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. The DC is a 16. Not that it matters right now, but one of the other effects of haste is you have advantage on deck saves, so... Not that it matters. Sorry, throw. It, it was a saving throw, right? Yes. So I'm still... I'm still within 10 feet of key, so I still get the aura protection, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's Thank a plus God. 5. 18. 18, so that succeeds. So, uh, <laughs> this massive haymaker comes flying in upon you, and you feel the world spin, but somehow it reverts itself really quickly, and you are you're bruised and beaten, but you uh, you can still swing for the fences. Um, and he is going to shift into the rubble, um, just sidestepping. Uh, you're not exactly sure what he's trying to do, Thrym. 
uh, which brings it over to Cax. Uh, so you have heard the siren call of the nicest goblin you've ever met in your entire life. Cax is going to intentionally put himself between the goblin and the merfolk okay. and try to make two attacks with the scimitar. Sure. Uh, that'll be a 19. Uh, 19 hits. And I'm going to assume that a 12 doesn't. 12 does not. Go ahead and enjoy 10 points of slashing damage. Oh, baby. Okay, now that's that's good. It's my turn. Okay. Uh, and then... The merfolk, after taking the, the damage tries to juke off to your left uh, but uh, fails as you as the scimitar slashes him in his right arm um, as his intention was to sidestep over to this square right here um, he is going to attack twice with his trident, one at Ukax and one at Umaro uh, one first one's for you second one's for Umaro um, a sorry a 17 hit Beats by one. Okay, and then Umaro... He gets... Fuck, where's my fucking stat thing? Um, that's a dirty 20, so he hits both of you. Um, so we'll do yours first. Cax, you take nine points of piercing damage. This is what you get for being part of an elite hit squad, Key. You get your tiny kobold friend killed! Tax falls unconscious. Okay, and then seven points as as Slen. Uh, right, you kind of see it where you're at. He stab once, someone falls. Stabs again, someone falls. Uh, which means your charm goes away. That's my poison. You just took away oh. my poison. No, your poison stays. Fuck you. Yeah, well aware. You didn't well use little, aware, po you didn't use little poison vial. No, that's the drink me. <laughs> do you do you even look at the at the things? No, I don't. I just choose whatever yeah, icon looks you, cool. You hover over them and it tells you what they are. This Dead one's crack. half heart. It's poison. The, the skull in a circle is death zone. You're dying. Fluffy wing, three leaves. I didn't even know they had names. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you uh... literally hold your mouse over <laughs> instead of clicking them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, this looks pretty. No, I'll hover over it for a second. I'll tell you what it is, my guy. <laughs> All right, Thrym. Uh, <laughs> there was a desperate attack from the automaton upon you, taking some damage. Um, and you have hostiles all around you. What do? Okay. <clears throat> At this point, because he's got little flames all around him, and he's heard this guy move, and the other people around him didn't do anything, he's going to assume it was the drow behind him that's been casting spells. So mm -hmm. he's going to attack him twice. Sure. And he is fairy-fired, so... You get, the dis you get the advantage. Double seven, so that's a 17 to hit. 17 to hit. That motherfucker is... Where the fuck is he? 17 is a hit, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that's going to be two lightning and 15 bludgeoning. Oh, okay, cool. 
And then I'll swing at him again. Which I should have rolled anyway. Uh, 22 to hit. Uh, yes, sir. And that's going to be 18 bludgeoning and 2 lightning. Holy moly. And then for my haste action, it says I can use an object. Would the potion of heroism be considered an object? That would, yep. Yeah. I'm going to down that. Well, actually, yep. I don't know. Uh, general consensus, is object considered an item, or is it? are they talking about something in the environment? Considered an item. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to down that. What does that do for you again? Uh, gives me 10 temporary hit points, and I am under the bless spell, basically, for, I believe it's a minute. Okay, so yeah. Sweet. Oh, no, I'm under the bless spell for an hour. Nice. Even better. For bless. Check blessed. And that's, yeah, that's going to do it. Sure. Stupid flying man. Flying bird boy. Uh, you see Key, you see him uh, wind up a, a bow strike. Um, and you can tell that he's putting like a little bit of like extra oomph into this. And you see him aim, coast around, and then aim straight down towards you. And he's going to use Zephyr Strike upon you. Uh, once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on any weapon attack roll on your turn. Uh, attack deals with 1d8 extra force damage on hit. Um, and the rest has nothing to do with flying. So he attacks with his first attack with a 23. Yep. Okay. That's an additional 1d... Uh, that is uh, 15... No, I'm sorry. Uh... 10 points of piercing damage and 5 points of force damage. 15 points of damage. Mm -hmm. How is Key looking? Up left. Um, that is the end of uh, Key knows as Salik's turn. Um, Druid. Let's see where he is. Um, upon you, Thrym, uh, because you have Fairy Fire, it's going to uh, use Primal Savagery again as the claws grow again, and a slash uh, attempts to hit you in the back. Well, we'll see if it actually does. That is a... Another spell attack. I don't recommend making a party to attack your party, boys. There's way too much shit going on. Uh, that is uh, 23 to hit. Yep. And that is a total of uh, 8 points of acid damage slashed across your back. Uh, brings it over to Key. Can't do much about guys shooting down arrows at me. So I'll take my swings at my goofy looking ass replacement. Nope, missed the first shot, because a 16's not going to hit. And a dirty 20 will hit. So, that's 4 plus 6, 10 slashing, and 
I'll do one more third level Divine Smite for 15 Radiant damage. So 15 plus 10. 25 okay. damage. And, uh, I'm sorry, that was upon... My bad. Replacement guy. Replacement guy. Replacement guy ain't looking so good. He ain't looking so good. Did I see Cax go down? Uh, where are you? Yeah, yeah, you would have seen Cax go down. I'm going to use healing word on the rim. There's a method to my madness, Xander, don't worry. Did you hear that? Guy? No, that's the fucking play. Keep Thrym alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> let Cax die. I don't care at this point. Max heal on uh, Thrym, nine points. Hey. And uh, to end my turn, I'm going to look at Feather and say, What are you doing? Help! Uh, okay. And brings it over to Nyx. How are Key and Thrym looking? How are y'all looking, guys? Uh, even with Key's help, barely standing. I can't take that risk. Uh, bonus action. I'm gonna pop my last healing potion. For ooh, an amazing six points of healing. That's that's not horrible with that. And well, for it's a caster, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> what do you mean not horrible? You're just gonna roll another crit and take it all away. <laughs> Probably. Holy shit. Awesome. Alright, Nyx is going to walk fifteen feet and get a perfect line on replacement and feather. Yeah. For a fourth level lightning bolt. Dex save, please. Dex save on the druid is a 13, and Feather was single digit, so both of them fail. An assassin with single digit Dex save. Damn. Right? <laughs> For 30 points of lightning damage. Ooh, mama. Uh, You've already hit him with 30 points of lightning damage. How is this fucking bird brain still alive? <laughs> no, I hit the flying bird brain with the first 30-something. Uh, and the mm -hmm. other bird brain. Alright, uh... Druid uh, falls to the ground. Thank uh, And Feather gets very crispy with a Q. Okay. Please tell me this merfolk is ruthless. I will end my turn. Um, with that, he goes unconscious, which means the uh, fairy fire is gone. Goes away. No, no, I want you to make the con save. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. DC's then, 15. Then do it? Okay. All right, here's the con save. Uh, the, with advantage, natural 19. Fuck him. So it would have stopped. <laughs> stop. Fuck he's you. Got, and he's got Warcaster. Party. I, don't, I kind of figured the first time you said advantage, but still, fuck you. <laughs> uh, feather, uh, hurting from that, um, cocks his head to the side as you say, uh, what are you doing? Help. Um, it, it, it cocks its head, and you see there's like a a red glow that's like reflected in his black eyes. And you realize that 
it's as if he doesn't even know who you are. And when you say, what are you doing, help? After the cocking, he nods his head towards you, cause, and then stabs at you twice uh, with his with his little daggies. Fucked! <laughs> Get double fucked! <laughs> How the fuck oh. does this even happen? Okay, holy fucking shit. Who, who got who got angry and left? Ethan did. Ethan left. Dude, that is a what for, the fuck? for anyone listening. Matt took his webcam, showed it to his monitor where he had rolled oh. double twenties. I love you, Key. But where Xander proceeded to yell, though. "Get fucked! Get, get double fucked!" <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me get feathers thing here. Okay, that's there. You go. There's your play-by-play. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, we knew the campaign was gonna end soon, but... We didn't know how fucking soon. Uh, yeah, just tell me this merfolk is ruthless and stab me twice while I'm down. Is, this is 28 points of piercing damage. Yo, your key is down. Fuck. Okay. Um... Actually... Fucking guy... Goblin Boy is not in the initiative anymore. Uh, Cax. I need. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh punchy yeah, I'm boy? sorry. It's it's Punchy Boy. Um, Punchy Boy is gonna do what Punchy Boy do. Where the fuck is Punchy Boy? I need to give him weird names. Key. I love weird names. Let me assess what happens here. Okay. Um, yeah, he's just going to do, uh, two punches on Euthrim, uh, a 25 and a 7. Well, the 25 hits. And that is 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and it will, that down to... That, uh, it will try to do Flurry of Blows and spend another key point. Okay. And that is a 23 and a 21. Both hit. Uh, rolled super low on that. Thank the fucking baby Jesus. Um, or, uh, that's nine points of bludgeoning damage. Guess how many you needed? Uh, nine? Nine. Fucking Thrim hell! Thrim's unconscious. Thrim's unconscious. Okay. Um, with that, seeing um, what's been going on, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna roll for it. I don't think Jed knows. Nope. Okay. Um, Jed's gonna stay right where he is, and he looks around as you fall down. He begins to like look around for somebody else. Um, Cax. Okay. Um, brings it over to, um, Slen. His movement speed is that. He's going to step over the dead body. That's 10, 20, 30 towards Unix. And he is going to throw his last, um, trident towards you. That is a 14. Shield. Okay. Um, it plinks off that again. 
Um, and then that swaps it over to Thrym. So you'll need a... So it's up to you if you want to message me, or you can just roll out and let everyone know what you got. Okay. And kind of looking around pretty panicked right now, Nyx, you see uh, Salik uh, aim at you um, with two arrows. Um, one is a 13 and the other one is a 19. 19 meets. Okay. Then it does 15 points of non-lethal damage. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Key. Okay. And Nyx. You begin to hear out as the merfolk, and you hear squawking from up above, but you can't understand what it's saying, but you hear the merfolk saying... Drop the sword, or they fucking die. How's the merfolk looking? How's everyone looking? Uh, merfolk uh, looks like he could take more of a beating. The flying one, from what you can see, looks pretty healthy. And you know behind the pillar, the automaton's moving around. And you don't uh, see uh, the... Um, the rogue. Nyx is going to sheathe the sword. You see the merfolk nod approvingly. Right. And he, he like, looks up. Hey! Idiot! Watch him! And you just see, like, the bowstring strung aimed at you, Nyx, but not firing. Uh, and you hear the clomping of the automaton kind of come into view. Um, the merfolk seems to be uh, shouting orders to the automaton, and you just hear, search it right now! And the automaton goes over and uh, looks over Umaro's body. Um, and with everybody rolling on death saving throws, Nyx currently surrendering to save the lives of his allies. We will end tonight's session right here.